This message is an episode from Protos Camp. Protos Camp is an annual camp meeting organized by KMC, the Healthy Church, for church workers, leaders, and pastors. We hope this episode equips you with knowledge and power to make you effective and fruitful in the Lord's vineyard. Be blessed. blessing what a welcome we ascribe same to the holy spirit well, we thank god for what he's doing we appreciate the holy spirit for his wisdom he communicates to us and bringing us together so that we can become relevant in his hands somebody say thank you lord jesus for your love thank you holy spirit for thinking about me hallelujah all right take your seats please i believe that uh revo's message is one of them i was i've not been here i've not been here because yesterday i had some few challenges with a vessel that carries my 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 being and I had to really uh, treat it well so that it can carry me today. <laughs> Amen. But by the grace of God and through the communications of wisdom, as long as health is concerned, we are here today. Hallelujah. And I heard that we had a very powerful and fantastic time yesterday night. Yes. In fact, I was really, really, really anxious to really listen to this great th- three speakers. I was trying my best, but it was not easy. It was, to, it was this morning I found out that this fan was the one that sucked me. Yes, so forever, oh Lord. This fan is shouting heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah. Many things have happened over the years. And I have grown wiser and better. Now, let me tell you something. The truth is that your absence will cost me a lot. Okay. The day you will tell me, oh, Vic will tell me. Because I want to stop church. It will cost me. Every, everyone's absence would have an impact on me. And it will have an impact on the commission one way or the other, before the commission will regroup. Okay. And when that happens, the truth is that the regrouping doesn't come as it was before. If you really interpret that absentness well, if I'm right, then it will improve you. Okay. It will get you better. But if you don't, it will wound you. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So everyone is very important. Now, the knowledge of you being important, okay, without understanding your relevance, as long as you remain present, is what will produce arrogance and pride. And when you are going away, you don't think about what... And it is, it is the attitude of Lucifer, Satan, okay, not to care about 
the orderliness in heaven and choose to become what he had not been mandated to become. It is Luciferic spirit. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? It is what? Luciferic spirit to be selfish. It is Luciferic spirit to be selfish. Not to think about uh, my absence, like my my absence will not, you don't care, like you don't care, you don't even think about what it's going to cost. Do you understand it? As I was there, I was just thinking about um, I, I just flashed through my brother Prophet Ike's page and I saw certain videos and I was like, ah, I remember many years ago, Prophet I used to call to find out, ah, so how, why should I do this? Apostle, please, what this one? What, what should I? Ah, so then I asked myself, where are our videos? Where are they? Media chairman, where are the videos? It's because certain people left without being conscious of the fact that their absence is going to put us off air. And Satan becomes happy when some of these things happen. That's the thing. Satan gets happy when you are idle, sitting down, doing nothing. Satan becomes happy when it is national service time. You don't care about okay, me going, me have to go, me to have to become something. I have to you don't you don't care about it. Recently, I was just telling, uh, I don't know whether it, any of them. I was traveling with somebody, and I was telling the person, I said, if I'm supposed to go for national service again, I'll go to the north. <laughs> I said, I'll go to the north. That is, when I was going for national service, there was not like KMC. Why, why would I go to the north? My national service, I was thinking about how to be relevant. Do you know why I remained in Govoridia? I didn't want to go far, go far from Govoridia. I was in Tafo. It was because we had already started a mission team in ICGC. And I realized that, no, for me to go far and for her to go far, she was the president, I was the coordinator. For her, for us to go far, the thing would not exist again. And truly, truly, since we left, there's nothing like mission team in ICGC. Truly, truly, can you imagine? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So, you, you don't live for yourself. It looks like I'm continuing from where he ended, isn't it? You don't live for yourself. That's the truth I'm telling you. You, are, you didn't create yourself. I told you yesterday, I said you are default. You don't, you don't live for yourself. God thought about something before he brought you forth. Amen. What would have happened to the children of Israel if Joseph had not fulfilled his dream? What would have happened? In the time of hunger, what would have happened to Jacob and the 12 brothers of Joseph? Amen? Nobody in this commission should ever think of himself that oh no 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 everybody is so much important. Can you imagine that my sight at Frida brought so much joy to me? Like when I Frida was at camp, wow, I was so excited seeing you. So excited. I was so excited to see Maxwell. Very excited. As I said, I was questioning, ah, where is this one? Where is this person? Where is this person? I was asking where is Adam. I was asking where is Professor Douglas. I was asking, ah, where, I was asking myself questions. Where is this? Where is this? Where is this? Where is this? The reason why, one reason why I normally don't allow people 
I try to make sure people come for site uh, camp is because usually eh, many people normally don't come for camp. They end up rebellious in the coming year. It is a trend. It has been there. I mean, this one, I don't need prayer to know. <laughs> it's true. If I mention names and I'll show you them. I'll point them out to you. If there's no genuine reason why the person is absent. You realize that ah, there are certain things just camp. It is God that started it. You know, we are the first to discover this place. We were the first to discover this place. We were the people that made this place very popular. Yeah. They didn't know they could do conference room. They could do this. When we came, this is the first place we met. And we told them, we want to come more. So they should do a place for us. We were freezing the first day. We came. were freezing like this. I don't know whether you free, freeze today. But we were freezing. But we were, we were happy. We were just a few. So in order to multiply the number, we went to the village for evangelism. Gathered people and they came to sit down here. When we finished, realized that we can't leave them like that. Then we said, okay, we are starting a church. And I asked, who will be a pastor? One person picked up his arm and said, okay, go and pastor them. That's how Namasi Church started though. That's how it started. Everyone is relevant. Amen. Every, everybody. Everybody is relevant. The greatest mistake you, you would do, okay, is to think that I'm using KMC for something greater. The more you think like that, you're a selfish person. That means that you're using your position as Lucifer to become like God one day. Amen. So I believe that this is one of the powerful camp messages. I don't, I've not heard the rest. I've not heard the rest. I've not heard, I've not heard, uh, Mommy Rev preach. I was asking her this morning. She shared with me. She said she spoke about fruitfulness. She shared with me the things she spoke. And sometimes she doesn't share. In fact, she doesn't share. You said in the summary. That's all you said. <laughs> you know, beautiful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't have tried it. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So, um, I have plenty of things to say. And I don't know what has been said. But I will say whatever I have to say. If it's a, there's a repetition, it means that God is saying something. You know? uh-huh. God is saying something. And I'm happy for that, that topic, the attitude of the called in the local church is very, very important. Amen. Now, before you can have a global vision, you must be locally relevant. You must be what? Locally relevant. Now, if Caesar does not feel proud and arrogant and begin to feel like, well, I'm Caesar, I have won an award and I'm here and then, and still we maintain the momentum and the pace of humility, selflessness, serving, being relevant to church, and all those things. In no time, the world will see him. In no time. It's the truth. It's the truth. Hallelujah. 
I believe that one of the churches that is rich in resources, human resources, okay, is KMC. That's what I believe. I'm telling you the truth. That's what I believe. Anything that you want, any type of person you want, you can find some in the church. But the truth is that we don't, we don't know. And some of us who know, you perceive you should be a demonstration. Do you understand it? Like I'm the one that sings. Because they didn't treat me well. I, I, you begin to, you see, you show certain attitude that we will feel like you're also important. We feel like you're also important. Rather, I told somebody, I said, the last time I read about Jesus, he never had any praise or worship leader. Hey, let's get to somewhere and let's move on. You feel like you're also important. But God, always, you see, God is not somebody who goes to buy people. Listen to me. God is not somebody who goes to buy people so that inflation will make it difficult for him to get it. He's the one that creates people. So the day you mess up, he can recreate someone. He can create another person easily. Just replace you. He can create another person. Yeah, do you know that we, that we have over 7 billion people on this earth? 8 billion. 8 billion. Are the ladies here? We have about two thirds of the ladies. More, the ladies are more than men now. So the way you are bluffing, look, we are, we are about to replace you. A certain man was telling me, he said, Charlie, I didn't say one to seven men. Chaka be six. Our first was Chaka be six. So if you mess up now, we are going to the second one, third one, fourth one, fifth one, sixth one. It's the seventh one, we'll be careful because there's no eighth one. This one is the Monaco. <laughs> Don't go and try it. You can't be changing women like that. <laughs> Amen. But you see, I'm trying to let you know by that, that there is your type, okay? It may not be you exactly, but she might even do better than you are doing. There's some of you, lady, when we hold you like that, we can see that your skin is so hard. I just want to tender. The reason why we married you is because we didn't hold the second one. But, you know, we are thinking like that. Brehwase. Mr. Day. Brehwase. Brehwase. As for this camp. Hey. As for this year's camp, there's some way. When I got here in Reverend, I said, Ah, Sema Bane. Hallelujah. So, you must have an attitude. My message is supposed to end in that direction. You must have an attitude as a court person in the local church. Okay, and these are the things that Reverend has, has outlined. Like I told you, I don't really know where I'm going to start from, but I'm just going to say I've written a lot of many things, okay? One of the things I want to touch on, maybe start with, is to teach about the difference between callings and career. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Callings and career. And then from there, I may touch on some other things. Close your eyes. Wadum no tea. May 
Father, we thank you. Thank you for your presence. Please, your wedding above. Lord, help us to hear what the Spirit is saying. In the Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's take our seats. Jeremiah chapter 1. Verse number 1 downward. Verse number 1 to 10. Probably to 12. We are going to read. 
And the word of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah, of the priests that were in Anathoth, in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. It came also in the days of Joachim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, unto the end of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, unto the carrying away of Jerusalem, captives in the fifth month. That is me. In the uh, Christian calendar, calendar. Then the word of the Lord came unto me. He came unto Jeremiah. Jeremiah is the one speaking. The word of the Lord came unto me saying, Before I found you. So Jeremiah is saying that. I have lived many years through many seasons and many times and gone through many events, met many people. Many kings have come and gone, lived a normal life, never heard anything until one day. The 30th year, the 30th year of, of King Josiah, he said that in the month, the fifth month, the word of the Lord came to me. And the, the word of the Lord said that before I formed you, I knew you. That means before, <laughs> and this house, we know that every person is first formed before created. I mean, first created before formed. It's first what? Created before formed. Nobody creates a thing without first having an idea. It is idea that inspires creation. Do you understand it? When idea is built up, as you sit down, as you are here, as you sit down, I want a chair that can fly. I wish, I wish I'm sitting on a chair that will fly. And then you begin to think through. It could be thinking through scientifically or spiritually or whatever. So scientifically, I begin to think about, okay, what can I do? Okay, fine. Uh, as long as I remain under gravity, there's no way I can suspend. So what am I supposed to do? I have to do something that will break gravity. So what am I supposed to do to break gravity? Now you begin to now look at, okay, what are the... Uh, 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 what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to engage buoyancy, law, the buoy, law of buoyancy? Am I supposed to do a law of displacement? No, no. You begin to think through scientifically. Whatever. Then, okay, you get something and you begin to create something that overcome create, uh, what do you call it gravity what is that there's an idea that is inspiring what creativity are you getting it so you you are you are god's idea so before he he sat down and thought about something and started creating okay fine i need the law of buoyancy to be able to overcome gravity i need a lot of buoyancy it's okay Okay, fine. So then I need to get something that can it can be metallic, but it can fly. It can so that it will not be under the control of gravity. Okay, then let me form. Let me begin to form. Now you move from creativity to formation. So you are forming what you have created. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So the Bible says, "Who among you, having to build an enterprise, will not first sit down and plan?" And to calculate the cost. 
So God would think, or he thought, I, a time is coming, I would need a prophet who would not be selfish, who would not think about himself, ready to embrace shame and disgrace, so that my word can go. And then he started, he created an idea called Jeremiah. He created an idea called Jeremiah. So he knew Jeremiah has an idea and knew the things that Jeremiah needs to come out with, to become the exact thing that is in his mind. And then when time was approaching, he started forming him. He said, before I formed you, I knew you. The formation stage is what Reverend spoke about. Many other things you go through in this life contributes to your formation becoming what God has called you to become. The betrayals, the disappointments, the marriages, the childbirth, the challenges, the career, the things you face, everything that, the Bible says, all things work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to his good word, purpose. They are called according to his purpose. So the called one doesn't have any waste around him. Everything concerning the called one contributes to his formation. His or her formation. somebody greeted you before you entered here it's part of what God is considering for your formation now let me tell you something God is so sensitive towards the court so sensitive the question you have to ask yourself is that what is God doing up there it's as though God has nothing to do but to raise called men because he cannot do anything on earth until he has people who are called and chosen so he's so passionate on making sure that the called one has responded to the call and is properly formed to become what he has intended before the foundations of the earth. So everything that God is doing, God is doing is to make sure you become what he has, he has intended all these years. So I look into my life and I realize that everything about me, God is using it now. Everything. Everything about me. Every season of my life, there is something that in the past seasons, I see that I went through that has become relevant for me to survive the season that I'm going through. Yes. Before I formed you. He said, I knew you. Telling Jeremiah, Jeremiah said, God told him. And that is a spectacular declaration or visitation. That's an encounter. That's an encounter. Many years ago, I was there. Revo came to me. Came to me and came to share a vision with me. When he shared it, I laughed. Take the microphone. Share a vision about Pastor Chris. 
came to tell me about Pastor Chris. Keep on. Do so. Now listen. And listen and see where it is now. Do you remember it clearly? Yes, I, I remember. I remember. So, um, let me free. In a vision, I was from uh, roundabout. And I, and I was coming towards... I remember Medilapa. Yeah, me, yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Medilapa. Yeah. <laughs> I was coming towards that direction, okay? And I met Pastor Chris. Yakilume. He was in white suit. White and then I said, I said, I said, I said that is this really Pastor Chris? So I decided to get close. So I was asking him a lot of questions, and then I asked him that I want to be like him. And then he asked me, "Who is your father?" And I said, "Reverend David." He said, oh, "Reverend David, we know him. We know him. We know him." That's what I remember. And you told me. Yeah, he told, told you, go and see him. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, uh, I remember. <laughs> so we'll continue from there. Continue. <laughs> he told me that if I want to be like him, I should just, I mean, look at Apostle David, like Reverend David. I should just go to him and then follow him. Something like that. They are in my books anyway, but this this how I remember it. Now, are we seeing the evidences? The first day, I the first uh what's the name? Spread Expo that we organized. At that time, we had not even commissioned this commission as Kingdom Ministry Center. We were running as a fellowship as PowerLink. The first time I came out of the room to go and preach, my mother was in tears. And she started praying to us. Crying, praying to us. And she entered her room and went for a fat offering and came to release it. Then afterwards, she said, when you came out, I saw you like a man of God I've been seeing on the television. And God told me that I'm going to make him like that. I said, who is that man? They started describing. And when he described it, it was Pastor Chris. Not too long ago, God came to, the Lord came to me. That's about three years ago. And he told me. <laughs> Should I say what I, I said? I'll, I'll not tell you everything, but one of the things he told me. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. So I called Dr. George and I shared with him that this is what God said concerning you and concerning Pastor Chris. She said, really? Now if you want to go somewhere, if I'm going somewhere and you follow me, would you get there? I, I listen to Pastor Chris like I'm listening to God. Maybe you don't know. I listen to Pastor Chris like I'm listening to God. Maybe change the message class in a special time. And sometimes it makes me not even listen. Because I said, may sanctify time before I listen to the man. 
I'm not able to listen to Pastor Chris' full message. Two minutes into the message, then I stop and start thinking. It's like reading Final Quest. <laughs> All these things are contributing to our making. All these things, they are contributing to our making. Before God formed you, He knew you. Just know this. You see, this reality. I just want you to, when we are preaching, have time to think through the words that are coming. These are words of life. These are things to deliver you. Just think through. Just think through. Before I formed you, before he formed you, how can you know somebody when he's not in existence? Before he formed you, he said he knew you. He knew you. amazing god knew me before he formed me he knew me he knew when i was going to be born he knew i was going to be born on saturday and all these things are for strategic reasons as long as divine purpose is concerned it is not ordinary i say everything about the cult is relevant when i was preparing this message the lord asked me she do you know why i'm called a jealous god he said why am i jealous he said, I paid a price to bring you to existence and I don't want anybody to take it for granted. You are mine. I said, wow. So when he said that I'm a jealous God, you know what he said? He said, you should not have any other God. That means nobody should have your attention apart from me. You should worship no other God apart from me. Now, you, no matter whatever you do in the church, your worship is not complete until you have stepped into your calling. Your worship is not in songs. Songs. No. Singing is a dimension of an expression of your honor to the Lord. The state of your heart to the Lord. Don't learn to sing. Learn to worship. Don't learn to sing. Learn to do what? To worship. And the songs will come and authenticate your worship. So we invite you come and come and lead us into a, a, a that is why you you see I'll, I'll get surprised that as a worship leader we invite you the moment you come now and then the moment anybody plays anything or then you start singing it okay this is a song no you should be able to discern because he doesn't appear as Yahweh every time. He doesn't appear as uh, Adonai every time. He doesn't appear. He has. Uh, he appeared on the mount. And then Abraham called him Jireh. But Moses said, I am. What have you discovered about him? And what is your song? You come and stand here and we said, The Lord, the Lord shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. He will give his angels charge over me. Jehovah Jireh cares for me. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, his grace is sufficient for me. You are singing a song that was sung by Abraham. At that moment, Abraham saw him as Jehovah Jireh. He said, the Lord shall supply himself a lamp. And when Abraham turned, there was a lamp. 
They say you want Jehovah Jireh. The situation, his manifestation, actually determined his worship. His encounter with God was what determined his worship. But when he met Moses, Moses said, I don't know you. I hear you speaking to me, but when I get there and they ask me, who sent me? What should I say? He said, tell them I am. So Moses knew him as I am. What do you know him? Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou came forth out of the womb. So you were known before he impregnated you. I mean, you got pregnant. I mean, your, your, your mother took seed of you. I sanctified thee. Now, watch this. Very important. Before thou came forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. Now, the word sanctified. When I ask you what is it, you think about, oh, okay, be holy, not sinning. No. The word sanctified means that. He fashioned you suitable for assignment. So when you were in your mother's womb, the words your mother was speaking, the food he was eating, the vitamins they were taking, all the things that were going on, God was inspiring it for your formation to be suitable for the assignment for which he has called you. Can I boldly tell you that all the physical things that happened both spiritual and physical, they are all contribution to your formation. Including your mother's death. I'm telling you. Including your mother's death. Including your father's divorce. Divorcing your mom. Everything. Nothing is wasted about the cord. And this should inspire gratitude. At every stage. That's why the Bible says, in all things, you should give thanks unto the Lord. In all things, you should give thanks unto the Lord. In all things. Can you address that people, those people doing that thing there? We came to pay, we paid not for noise. Tell them that we are having conference here. In all things. I say something very important here. So nothing should get you sad, baby. Rather sit down and ask God, what stage I am? What stage am I? And what are you doing? What's the meaning of this I'm going through? I know it's working together for my good. Always be cautious that you are treading in the pathway of the core. The moment you are treading the pathway of the core, you can be sure that all things are working together for your good. The only time you have problems is when you are not in the calling. Then you know you can have problems. I sanctified you before you were born. I sanctified you. And then when you were born, he said, and I ordained thee a prophet. I release a substance of heaven, an ability of heaven, the endorsement of heaven upon you. Every physical thing had been in place. 
every physical thing is now in place. Now I placed an element of heaven upon you. The endorsement of heaven upon you. That as you walk on earth, you are heaven ordained. You are heaven assignment or heaven's property. So as we are walking, can you imagine? As we are walking on earth here, your numbers as you are here, be different so that you so. Jeremiah didn't know. He said God came to tell him. Jeremiah. Jeremiah 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 so from there, setting consciousness started rising up in Jeremiah. Now, when these things begin to happen, do you know what happens? Now you begin to you begin to look at yourself vis-a-vis what God is saying. God says you are strong. Now you begin to think about the weaknesses that are showing in your life. God says you are a preacher. Then you think about how you can't speak English. God says that you are the strongest. And you say, like the Lord telling you, oh, you, you are by his stripes you are healed. Well, then why am I, is my head aching me? You will not begin to. So the Bible said that I have, I ordained you a prophet unto the nations. That is another time I'll talk about that. Let's move on. The verse, the verse he said, Then said I, not Jeremiah speaking, Ah Lord, <laughs> Ah Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. looking at what he can't do. What he had never tried before. What he can't do. Now listen to me. What is upon you is so spiritual that you can't see with your physical eyes. And it is never true that you can't do. Amen. If you don't turn the ignition, you will never hear the sound of the engine. The next verse says, verse 7, let's move on. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, Mekanda, that I am a child. For thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. The next verse said, Let's roll. Verse 8. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee. To deliver thee, says the Lord, and these are some of the things that causes us not to rise up in our calling. Fear. Fear. Apart from our weakness. Eh? The external things are the things. Are. Some of you are here, you are, you, you see, <laughs> if we say we are going for evangelism right now, you will never speak to anybody who is sitting in the car. You are afraid. You never speak to, because some of you are af- afraid to speak to people who are rich. You can't address them. But the Bible says that a poor man and a rich man the rich man went to hell. The poor man went to heaven. They need the gospel. They need the word. They, they, they are in need. The rich man said that Abraham should allow him to come and preach to his brothers. Of which I'm sure they may also be rich. Because when he died, they inherited him. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. 
this time, this all these things were happening when he was not, he was not out. So sometimes you'll be there and they'll pass out, put his hand on you. And you think that, oh, it is God. I mean, it is pastor. No, it is God. It is God. When Moses laid hand, then the Lord came through and took the spirit and placed it on them because Moses' hand was there. As I'm preaching right now, he's placing his word in your mouth. He's placing his word in your mouth. There is a transformation that is going on. Why did God do that? To challenge his fears and his his inabilities. (laughs) See, I have this day set thee over the nations. So there is a preparation time and there's a commission time. So from verse 5 to verse 10 was actually the preparation, the conscious consciousness season. You've been aware, okay, I'm this, I'm that. Okay, fine, Lord. Yes, that, this, that, this, that. Okay, so you called me a prophet. No, you called me to become this. No, you called me to become a type of uh, uh, Abigail. No, you called me to become this. Yesterday, I'm sure you understood that it's not only being a puppy that shows that you are called. But that's it. You call me to be this. You call me to be that. You call me to do that. So we will know how to discover all those things. You call me to be this. Okay, Lord. Like me. Eh? I knew that God had called me. But I didn't want to accept it. Yes. Because I was considering many, many things. One of the things I was considering was the life of my mother as a a preacher. The kind of wild and the kind of preacher I want to become, that was not what she was. So I told myself, this is, this is the way we do the work of God. Me, I don't like. I don't like. There were many reasons why I didn't want to become. Because I was coming up at a point I saw poverty in my family. And I felt working hard and making money would solve poverty. But I realized that money does not eradicate poverty. <laughs> money does not eradicate what? Poverty. Because poverty it's not a substance, it's a mindset. So you can have money and be poor. You can have money and be a poor thinker. Hallelujah. Many, 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 that's about two, three months ago, I was preaching and I told you people, I said, go and disinvest. You remember? How many of you remember? I said, if you have investment in the banks and all those things, nobody should, and I told you, nobody should go into bills and bonds. I told you, nobody should go and do uh, fixed deposits. Nobody should go and do, uh, what's the name of that thing? Treasury bills and all those things. Uh, you remember I told you all these things? And I said, if you have money anywhere, go and gather them out and buy lands. Didn't I tell you? Do you know what is happening in the news now? <laughs> Anybody that has investment eh, is losing now. Everybody is losing now. The son of man is going to withdraw his investment about 50,000 and they deducted 100,000, uh, 10,000. 10,000. 100 million. Profit in your phone can hold. See, Katina, that was just 100 million. They still go to your friend. I was that the million. They said, you're 14 if you're. When you're the land will give you everything. I was there when somebody came that he wants to buy the church land. And I said, first of all, I bought the land for. $10,000. Secondly, I prepared the land. I did documents. And every cost that I have spent on the land, I'm going to charge you 50000 Ghana City. 
50,000 Ghana CD. So pay my $10,000 plus the 50,000. Now, how much is 10,000 now? 150 billion. 1.5 billion. That's 10,000 now. Is that not it? But when I bought the land, it was 10,000 was 50,000 Ghana CDs. So I have had 200% profit on that. And I told him, so then after you have paid the $10,000, add my 50,000 Ghana CD. So in all, how much is he supposed to pay? 2 billion for a land I bought at what? 50,000. So you see, I also now to investment here. fast. You cannot listen to God and fail. The guy said, Oh, he was going to give 1.5. I said, Chairman, said, I just so that me move me, me, can be do 1.8, 1.8 billion. I said, No, Pamacho, you were a bow, Pentel, Peso, Yen, Yamabila, or dollars be going to come second premise, me petrolless, Nessal, and I'm saying, Whatever it is, I don't have, I, I, I know what I want. I know what I want. If you bring me cities, I can go and buy the dollars. You know, so. If you bring me dollars, I can keep it the same way. And I'm not so passionate about dollars. I'm looking in between the lines. Even dollars, I'm looking in between the lines. The moment I mean, who say by 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 economic reasons, me who say be falling, immediately I'll liquidate liquidate all my dollars. That's your problem. Some of you, you the father have dollars, and why all the in the There are many reasons why this is going on, and I can tell you, I cannot put my hand on my chest and tell you that it has a very strong political reason why all this dollar thing is going on. It's, an, it's, a, it's a way of crippling the opponent. It's a way of crippling opposition to make sure they don't have money for campaign. Tell them I said it. Why do you think they started buying the farmlands and all those things before they started it? In no time, people like Domelo will have a lot of money. But they were fast. And some of these communications, it's only the Holy Spirit that will tell you. Before the year began, I told you people, I said, go and find farmlands and buy. Amen. The guy was delaying. I called him. I told him. I said, call him. Tell him that the thing is to be two billion now. I'll, I'll tell it one point eight again. Land. If you like, let the dollar come down or go up. It will never reduce two billion. Rather, every day it would rather go up. The more people are building closer to the place, ah, the more I get, I get a lot of money. I bought a land at one thousand eight hundred. Thousand eight hundred. Somebody came and said, "Want it?" I said, "It is." Uh, 150 million, how much is that? What, what is it in the blue? 15,000. In Shukra, I can dash it to you. Just give me 15,000. 1,000 it. 15,000. Uh, mind you, it's not every line we buy. <laughs> there are some land, by the time you buy it, you realize that the government is doing construction and you are losing it. Yes. So you must be smart, know what to do. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I don't think if you are taking, I, I keep telling that if you are taking a decision, I don't know why I'm talking about this thing, but let me just say it. If you are taking a decision on your money, you can keep it at the bank. Okay? If you are taking a decision that will not last more than three months, you can keep it at the bank. But don't keep money beyond three months in the bank. Don't keep it. People are wondering how we are building speedily like that, even in this economy. 
like they. These KMC people, they have money. We told you they have money. Oh. God bless you for saying amen. As we are here, work is still going on. You're not stopping. You're not stopping. We move by the voice of God, not by the economy of Ghana. And this time around, I feel more stressless than even before. Sincerely. I'm telling you. I don't carry concrete. I don't do anything. Money is a defense now. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Oh, there for seek a touch it. Fabul life. One one church member told me, or see on your bed addressing. I said, You are the most useless guy I've ever seen in my life. I looked at him and said, Hey, you yet to address it. Hey. You say, Papa, oh, baby, me out by me, oh, pastor, I'm sure, pow, sure, pow, Jan Magic. Make a cure me, Eddie. No, I can tell you, this, this, this kaki is like over six years. And I'm still wearing it. And, and still counting. So for need the home. Oh, who got to see Kakoto Kaki? Oh, shame me, Pao. Come see her. Hey, Asemo. Have we ever said that? What diverted my message to this investment thing? Okay. Now let's look at things we must know about the call. Things we must know about the call. That is before I would define what calling is. Sometimes the way to know something is to know what it is not. The call of God is a call of grace. The call of God is a call of grace. Purely grace, hence no man should boast in the flesh. First Corinthians 1, the verse 25 to 31. First Corinthians 1, the verse 35. The call of God, and let's look at it very carefully. Now, if you don't know this, it is very easy for you to be proud and arrogant. Now, when you understand that this thing is by the grace of God. I am what I am. Paul said that I am what I am by the grace of God. You will be humble when you understand it. You will be very humble. It is established yesterday that everybody is called true or false. Now let me make certain things clear for you. Everybody received talents at birth. Everybody received talents at what? At birth. But and every bed, everybody also received giftings at salvation. Everybody received talents at birth. So everybody here has a talent. And everybody who is born again has a gift. And I'm talking about spiritual gifts. Delivered by the Holy Spirit. 
So there is no useless vessel here. That must be established. Now, your talent can suggest your career, but your gift will suggest your calling. Your talent can suggest your career, but your gift will suggest your calling. So you ask yourself a question. What am I talented in? <laughs> Is it off? Okay, so first Corinthians one, the verse number twenty-five. You say because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men the next verse says for ye see your calling your calling brethren how that not many wise men After the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. That means that you were not called because you were intelligent, you were wise. Not because you were smart. Some of you, you feel you have been called to be a singer because you knew how to sing. You feel, look, there are people, look at someone like Yaosiki. He was, he, was, he was sharing his testimony. You know, Yaosiki was very popular when he was singing secular songs everywhere and that was talent in operation now when he came into the lord he said he tried to bring out a song that thing they didn't work properly the same yasiki the same yasiki that thing didn't work it didn't work that thing didn't work now it is pride and arrogant to rely on your talent and force it on god to accept it as a calling The Bible says, he that relies on the flesh, our the flesh report corruption. So it is not your wisdom. It is not because you are wise, you are a good manager, or because you are educated, because you went to the best school. That is why God is calling you. No. That is not the reason why. Like some, some time ago, I heard somebody make a statement that KMCD, one could squire, yeah, man, post. The truth of the matter is, I, I find it more easier to work with people who are educated. Me, human. But God can use everybody. But me, 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 Kwame. Eh? I find it more easier. Because when I talk to people who are educated, they understand me quicker. But people who are educated, I have to explain myself and explain myself. And they have an attitude of getting offended because they think of themselves more lightly. So something that they shouldn't be offended, they feel like, oh, they begin to walk in inferiority complex. You shouldn't feel like, oh, because of your education. I make that mistake, but 
the truth is that we are not really pursuing degrees. I've never asked any of my pastors bring your degree, your certificate before we appoint you as a pastor. No, no, it has never happened. It has never happened. Pastor Paul became a pastor when he was not a, having a, a degree. That's never happened. No. I'm talking about educating yourself. You see, one of the greatest education you can give yourself is self-education. Educating yourself. You can't be a pastor or you can't be working for God. That, that, you see, a, 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 an educated vessel is more likely to perform better in the hands of God than an illiterate. Believe or you don't believe. Now, if you don't go to school, you go say you don't go believe. And then you school, eh, hum, krong, krong. Eh, hum, krong, krong. You could be a home cooker at the ma. I'm in a dimma. Holy Ghost, Father, bring me. Hey. Now, if the Holy Spirit is here, and as an educated man, I tell him, Holy Spirit, good morning. Holy Spirit, please touch the people. Now, Osan, you're never. Holy Ghost, Father, bring me. Sango for me, we want a young Holy Ghost, we are. So, an educated, okay, a well trained vessel, a well trained mind. In the hand of the Holy Spirit is more likely, more, more likely. Now, why people, there are people who come to church, okay, especially our, uh, what's the name? Some musicians that visit our church. Sometimes when they come in, they are performing, they are singing. It, it has a way, it, it, it irritates us, but so that we take it like that because we don't have. That's the truth. When Jesse started playing drums, I used to have problems with him. Can I ask him? So that I play, I'll make my face like that. Meanwhile, I needed a drama. So I have to control myself to make sure. But you see, with time, as he educated himself, trained himself, trained himself, trained himself. Last, was it, was it, was it last, was it last Tuesday? When, it was, when we were playing, I was just there. I said, I just told myself, which drama can fit in better? And play certain things at certain points just as we want it better than justice. And I realized that there are people who can play well, there are people who can play better than him when it comes to drums. There are people who can play. I'm a drummer, so I know when you are, you are good, I know. There are people who can play better than him. But when it comes to our setup, when we put them on the seat, they are not able to produce as supposed to. There's somewhere you move to somewhere and it will be useless. You try to go and play our style, and you realize, Charlie, you are useless. We don't need you here. We need cash, 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 cash. Look at how they are playing. You are playing bass, ta, to bass, ta, ta, cash, cash, cash. So you must always make sure you are educating yourself. You are growing in knowledge. When you grow in knowledge, you become efficient in grace. He said, grow in knowledge and in the grace of God. <laughs> so scripture said, I study to show yourself. Approve a workman that needs not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. So your church is not a church that hates education. No. 
Educated people. No, 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 no. Like some people said that, oh, when you go to KMZ, you, the, the, the pastor doesn't let you go to school. Who told you that? The pastor doesn't, you don't let you work. Hey, you don't let you work. Here. Are you sure? <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. That's why you are doing that. So, not make wise. Okay? God may not call you because you are educated. You are this. You are that. You are that. I may select you by education. <laughs> but God is not calling you by that. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? God is not calling you by that. Just because you are wise. Some of us, like, I, mean, I told you, I said, when I started preaching, I didn't know how to speak English. I've told you several. I'm not ashamed to talk about that too. I remember I recorded and I placed it down. I have some of my earlier, earlier, earlier messages there. They are on cassettes. Maybe one day I have to come and play some of them. And you, one day I went, I went for one of them and I was listening. To it, I said, "Hey, I recorded it. I've placed it nice because I, I realized, hey, message here powerful." When I listened to, it, I said, "Hey, I don't know what you can May you forget? See, may see the need that that no more. And now I don't treat it special again. Not many wise. Yes. Say, I may not be wise. But God can use me. Do you know why God does that? Because he will touch your lips like he touched in my lips. He will empower you. He will ordain you. He will empower you. He will update your side of weakness. And then the relevance of grace is seen clearly in your weakness. He said, when you are weak, then I am strong. My strength is only made perfect. The word perfect means mature. My strength is matured in your weakness. My grace is sufficient for you. So we may come before him fragile. And you see, this is so necessary, so important. That will help us to be more humble. More humble because we will remember that we were nobody. We had nothing. Do you understand it? We had nothing. We were, we are nobody. But yet he considered us. So Paul said, I'm the least among them all. Least. Paul was conscious of this. I'm the least. He said, Whatever I am today is purely by grace. So I I deserve judgment and condemnation more than promotion. So if he has promoted me to now deliver the things that I used to destroy, it's the grace of God. You need to understand callings. It's not not many wise. After the flesh. After the flesh is, you see, so he's trying to tell you that it's not that God hates wisdom. He's trying to tell you that the kind of wisdom he's talking about is human wisdom. For example, one of the human wisdom is that is human wisdom do you know who i'm talking about i'm talking about me that was my plan Tell my Mister Minister the man she did, but me she shared that can't need it. Tell my Mister because I now me purchase say I need ye dia ministry ni maso. 
you, you get what I'm saying? I was always thinking about a certain kind of life. One day I was there, the Holy Spirit asked me. He said, after you have gained all this and given birth and built a house, what next? Then I realized there is nothing beyond it. After your degree, after your job, after you buy the car, you bought the car, and then the house. Uh-huh. Add, add the next one. You travel. Marriage. Uh-huh. You get marriage, and then you travel. You buy the STV. <laughs> and which one? Oh, some, somebody, somebody. You watch football. Okay. Uh-huh. You go to Qatar. You go where? You will realize that you start chasing after girls because all the things you have now, you don't know what to use it for. There is no relevance for it any longer. Now, sippy, sippy wine, you see, oh, it's normal. It's just, the body needs a little. Now you are becoming more like you are becoming some way. Oh, it's nothing. The body needs a little. Recently, I went for a, a, a program and when I was coming, the package BA for me. Oh, yeah. I opened it and I smelled it. So, wow. This thing. I did it. And I realized that the thing is bitter. But the scent is tempting. It's like, ah, this is why people, and the way, you, the, I don't know why, but you know, this guineas and beer, when you, when you put it in the fridge, you put it down, it sweats in such a way that you begin to desire. <laughs> it has a special sweat. <laughs> when, they are, when they are doing Guinness advert, they will never bring a drunkard who are, whose life is wasting. So that you see the aftermath of drinking and then wasted life. They will bring a sweating b- bottle. Sweating bottle. And wet your appetite. And a man will call stick. They go and bring healthy people. But they don't bring the people that the drink, the alcohol drink have destroyed. Show us your congregation and let us believe in your message. They send the wrong message to you, so that they can win you. Not many wise after the flesh. Oh, me, 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 some of you, all that God wants from you is to be that wife. You, see, you must be a certain wife to that man of God so that the man of God can become a certain man of God God is looking for. One day I asked myself, I said, I said, if I had married this lady, I had about, I had, I had several ladies around me. Then I go, hey, shada bada 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 katomere and shete. I'm sanctifying your mind. You have a problem. <laughs> Sarah. Oh yeah. Some came very close. You see, it's like contour lines. Uh-huh. The more closer the lines, the steeper the hill. <laughs> Some came very close. Somewhere from afar. They were very, they were too far to be recognized. Too far to be recognized. Beyond seven waters. 
Sometimes I sit and ask myself, I take them one after the other. If I had married this one, what would have become of my life? Then I begin to think about their strength, their, this, 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 this. Now, if, you see, the truth is that the truth of the matter, if I became selfish of myself, there's no way I would have married this woman. Because it's the truth. Baby, I'm sorry, I'm not hurting your feelings. Yeah, you are surprised to hear this. That's why a lot of men marry useless girls. You don't know. There are several ladies around you, two of us. True. You're my son, I know. One has come to greet me. One has come to greet me, but we should see a reaction. Because of the oil, the virgins love the. I get surprised how Celtic can get excited about relationship. I like that. <laughs> Amen. It's the truth. If I'm thinking about myself, but you see, if I think about myself, I also not think about ministry. I cannot be ministry if I have thought about myself, because the kind of woman I would have married there. Eh, would have taken me far from the Lord. Is it something about First Chronicles 11 or Second Chronicles 11? Check any of them for me. Something living. I gave you a scripture. What's the name of the boy? The drama. What's the that I give you? Sons of Solomon. No, no, no. No Sons of Solomon. I think it's First Chronicles. Chronicles. In fact, it talks about and Solomon loved many women. The verse two says Solomon loved many women. It's not so Solomon. You didn't go to read it. You see, you. <laughs> because you had Solomon inside, so you thought you were so Solomon. Shame on to you. <laughs> uh-huh. Are you there? What verse is that? First Kings, I'm sure. 11. Yes. For it came to pass when Solomon was old that his wife turned away his heart after other gods, and his heart was not perfect with the Lord, his God, as was the heart of David, his father. So you can, do you see what a certain wife did to Solomon? Verse 1. He said, What? Give me verse 1. Verse 1. Take me to verse 1. Verse 1. 11, verse 1. But King Solomon loved many strange, so there were a lot of strange women around me. The many strange women. Many strange women. He loved them. Together with the daughter of Pharaoh. Even Pharaoh's daughter, where God is telling them they should run away. Egypt, go from Egypt. The place God is telling you, don't go there. Now you love their people, love their girls. That's how Christians can marry unbelievers. Go for an unbeliever girl. How did it happen? Because I want to travel the US and the episode in the paper bear me. Love ministry men. He said, women of the Moabite. Moabite are part of the enemies of the uh, uh, Israelites. Moabite, Ammonite, Edomite, Zidonites, and the Hittites. May the Lord deliver you from any of them. Yeah. Then the verse number two says. 
of the nations concerning which the Lord said unto the children of Israel, Ye shall not go into them, neither shall they come in unto you. For surely they will turn away your heart after their gods. Solomon cleaved unto this in love. Cleave unto, cleave. Now, you see, you can never cleave until you have lived. Say, leave thy father and thy mother and be cleaved to the woman. This is why when people fall in love and you try to talk to them, they can't even stop church because they have left already before they cleaved. That's why I always advise you before you fall, please come and let's discuss this. Should I tell pastor everything? Somebody told one of my daughter, why have you made your father a dem- your, your pastor a demigod? You discuss everything with him. And this, this speech has gone into her head until now I can't find her around me. I told her, be careful. The kind of conversation, the people you are around, be very careful. You have to tell father your pastor about your relation, your your, your uh, relationship. She didn't know anything. Hey, it's a great privilege and a blessing for your pastor to be involved in your relationship. I was sleeping yesterday night. I didn't sleep earlier. We were sleeping beyond twelve, and a call came through. Some church member was crying. <laughs> I said, "Why? What's happening?" Yes, I know. I had to pass that this morning to go and do damage control before I came. That's why I was late. Your problem is that the things you don't know are the things that will destroy you. But unfortunately, you are arrogantly and proudly pursuing them. Thinking of yourself that you know. Have you married? I asked the guy, I said, have you married before? The girl you are complaining, has she married before? The girl is pregnant. And the girl is touching you and now you are crying. I'm pregnant, 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 I'm don't go and fool and think that I'll come and support your foolishness. So. No. Solomon loved many strange women. Her heart, his heart did what? <laughs> Number three. Number three, please. Let's roll. And he had 700 wives. princesses and 300 concubines and his wives turned away his heart so there was a first turning before he fell to six, uh, 700 what wives the first there was a first turning are you are you are you seeing what you see when you when you start by slider you will never see how fast and how deep you can go and the truth is that wherever you get to, you still feel you are at the surface. 
That's how backslide is. You still feel you are the surface, but you are going deep. You are going. You are going. Did I tell you about some pastors who went to smoke weed? Could, I'm not sure they could have imagined that they can come to a point one day that they can smoke weed. As pastors, they are smoking weed. To the extent that they've gone to rent an apartment at every mountains. That weekends they go to jail. I'm talking about pastors. Me, me, pebe, be a quay waiting. A quay retreat now. Or when you're baby, or the wind, son, a book, a dink of focus. I'm talking about pastors. I always tell my people, I said, look, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to. I said, you guys, you can fall from any height. Remain under the grace of God. The moment I got to camp, I got here, no, I called Pastor Kobe. I said, Charlie, this, 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 this. I have to do certain sorting out. What is this? What am I saying? What is that? And we have to sort out, do some course. Then we realize that Charlie, he's vindicated. Because he's an emblem of you. He gets out there, he soil himself. It can break your faith. So we are careful as your pastors. That's what you don't know. Yeah, 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 word drew. Recently, we went for pastors' retreat. Ask them. Had any individual meetings with some of them, blasted them, gave it to them hard, hard. And one day, I had me to me, can you maybe? But what do you hear when you sharp, sharp? And be whoa, me my cry. If you can do right resignation, let them bring it. We will appreciate an arrogant person walking out. We will appreciate it. Why are you going? Because we blasted you. You are very arrogant. And if you if we keep you, you will fall. You, we will fall with you. You go out. We don't care. We'll be wounded. Yes. Some of the, my sons who have walked out, sometimes I miss them. It's the truth. Sometimes I miss them. So, so I miss them. I miss them. But if you are looking at me and say, I'm going to make him, make him miss me, you also miss your calling. You'll miss it. Because your relevance is here. I went for a retreat. And when I went on Sunday, one Sunday, I just... <laughs> made a call. Oh God, I'm around though. I mean, I'm time. I'm, I'm checking out. Say, oh, apostle, please, please. There, then, uh, they organized a program. I had to preach. The following retreat when I went, I didn't call anyone. I decided to walk into a church and meet. When I got there, I'm the head pastor of Kingdom Mysteries. In fact, the founding father. Nobody knew me. Uh, go and park at the back there. I drove. I, I told myself, I want to feel what everybody feels. And then I wanted to also see, I wanted to see the church from a certain dimension. So I went to two churches. I'll mention their name. Okay, I'll mention the second one's name, but the first one, I'll mention the name. The first is a very popular church. When I went there, I, I realized that I didn't have any usher to welcome me. I didn't have any uh, 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 traffic warden to direct me and park me well. I have to find a place to park myself. And when I finished and I came out, I was going and I realized that they have closed the door in the name of they are having worship and you are late, you have to wait. And I was standing in the sun. I was like, oh God, what is all these things? What is all this? I was just there. Oh, and I, was, I wanted to call one guy. I said, Charlie, it, it is wiser to let them, uh, 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 the earlier bed go forward. Those who have come earlier, let them sit forward so that we make comments. So it's your turn. Let me just show you. I was learning. I was learning a lot of things. Learning many things. So I was there standing there. And I said, Charlie, let me go and find a church where they have opened the gate to. And I moved my car, going to look for a church where they opened the gate. I saw one signboard somewhere. 
in that car road saw one signboard there. Now I drove to the town. I was looking for signboard all to the place. Now I had to ask. I asked this one, I said, don't know. I asked this one, I said, don't know. I told myself, you have to ask somebody holding a Bible. Because we are talking about church now. So I look for somebody looking, holding a Bible. I said, I'm looking for this church. Oh. I'm looking for Calvary Crusaders. It said, oh, it's here. It's here. I said, I'll mention the second one name. The name. So I it's here. They directed me. So human beings were the ones who directed me. I told myself, when I come, these media people must make sure there are signboards in town. I learned a lesson. Then I asked myself, how many people have come to Akimbo that are looking for KMZ and they never found? Me, I was driving. And because of my purpose, I was determined to find a church. Because I saw Bishop Godinke said them and all those things, and I was like, well, it should be a place, a place to be. But what if the person is walking and he cannot walk ah, to the place? He has to know the place. Then that's in front. The moment he finds another church, is there. Meanwhile, he's coming because of uh, what's the name? KMC. Where's Pastor Edwin? You are learning. The moment we descend from this mountain, that problem must be solved immediately by fire. We have to. I learned a lesson. But what I want to tell you is that when I go to the place, Bishop David is here. Nobody mind me. They just were standing there. Please, can you please park? At least that place they, they directed me. Can you park at the behind? We, we don't park here. This place for a senior pastor. Park. I want to tell them I'm a senior pastor. <laughs> then park. There. I went to park there. Held my Bible. I realized that on a normal day, I will have, oh, at least I have a friend run that he take collect my Bible. Nobody took my Bible. I had to carry everything on my, my this thing. I went, to, went to sit at the back there. I was sitting somewhere. I got a small boy was preaching. I sat there, oh, listening to small boy. Preach and preach and preach. I was there. I was watching everything. Some went online, checked the other thing. What is what did they do online? Because I saw cameras. I said, well, then they must be online. Check it, blah, 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 blah. And I realized, ah, we even have better productions and all those things. But you see, it doesn't matter. I'm only relevant. As I'm here, the moment I got here, Pastor Fred, with all his posts, ran to me, took my Bible. My relevance is in games. Even me, how much more you? Are you getting what I'm trying to say? This is why you are not supposed to go anywhere. Why, why are you going? God says that he hates divorce. Now, you see, one of the relationships God cherish and honest in every level of relationship is marital relationship. Not necessarily marriage. There are certain marriages that does not have marital relationship, marital commitment. But there are certain friendships apart from sex that goes on. They are so clenched, okay, that God honest that relationship. The Bible says that look at how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in one. The word unity is one. Unity is unit. And the word unity means one. The Bible says the two shall become. So at every level of relationship, God is expecting some amount of marital commitment. Am I saying something very important here? Friendship, church. Certain association, you should belong to the church and let it be like you are. The church is you, and you are the church. Finish. And God honest such. One day Jesus was preaching. He preached and preached and preached. Everybody went away, and then he turned. 
And he saw the twelve. And he asked them, will you also go? He said, who, to, to whom should we go? We are married to you. We are, we are committed to you. We are not going anywhere. There should be people around that who say, no, no matter what. He looked at Peter and said, you devil, go away from me. And Peter said, I'm still around. <laughs> the devil can go, but I'm around. But some of you, when we say it to you, hey, Pastor Fred, why are you being stupid? Why do you do that? Did you speak to your wife like that? Come on. You slap me. You slap me. But you slap your wife. Is it your wife? You too, is it your wife? <laughs> is it the only church? <laughs> you, if you want to remain there, remain there. <laughs> they walk away. They walk away. Amen. We should have that commitment. Now, if my son, I love him. I love my sons. This is my, my guy. If my son is working, okay, and he's going to fall into a pit, and I run and I kick him, pew, <laughs> and I kick him. Now, I didn't tell him anything, okay? I kick him, he fell and his head hit on the floor. It is likely that he'll wake up and got and get mad at me. Is that not it? Without knowing why I did what I did. Am I saying something very important here? But if I hold him and say, Kenny, you were going to fall in the pit. The next word that will come from his mouth, we thank you, daddy. If you believe that your father has good thoughts about you, you will never feel offended about any action of his. Never. Sometimes you must let us stop explaining ourselves. Just believe in us. That's all. Just believe in us. Say, stop this. Stop it. And believe that this man doesn't. doesn't Yesterday, I told you I went to site and I had to spend money. Is that not it? I woke up this morning. God has sent me 2,000. The 2,000 has been God sent it back to me. It's not from somebody who is part of you. I've not even said thank you. I've not even said thank you. I've paid tight already, but I've not said thank you. I'll say thank you in the evening. And sometimes I have to just do that for you to, uh, to for me to see whether you are, it's my thank you, that's why you sent it, or you are doing the work of God. Some of you, you always wonder if I started, if say thank you. That's how you said, I'll return it back to you. Especially if I don't have anything to use it for. <laughs> because I didn't know what was going to happen today. But the Lord knows that I needed it. He takes care of me. That's why I don't come to your house to beg you. And that's why I'm so strong when I'm dealing with you because I don't eat from your pot. Jesus had helped me. If I had been at your mercy, I may not have been able to have the courage to talk about what you do wrong. But here we are. He takes care of us. Yeah. Amen. So believe. We are talking about calling all. 
You see, and everything that we are talking about here is to perfect you. Not many wise in the flesh. Sometimes the things you, you consider more better, they are the things that are going to really destroy you. They are the things that, I'm telling you the truth, they are the things that are going to destroy you. Amen. One of the things I'm so scared about is the nature of ministry in places like Accra. I really, really, really feel scared. The, the dynamic of ministry in Kumasi is different from the dynamic of ministry in Accra. There's so much competition in Accra, especially when it comes to cars. Cars. So much competition. And so now the church is becoming a lighting system church. Like everybody has to light and do that. The, 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 it's becoming some way. The church is becoming more absent minded about the church members and becoming more conscious about church buildings and the beautification thereof. Ugly souls are occupying nice temples. Dying souls. Having a lot of stage lights, but there's no light in the soul. Pastors have time. We have time for all the asifats and aesthetics. Yet, we never sit to receive from the, the Lord. No. Gone are the days where ministry or church meetings had nothing to do with temples. But today, here we are. I get scared. I get scared. Hallelujah. I get scared. It doesn't mean that there are no good ones up there. No, there are good stuff. Good people are there. At least my I know my brother Ike is there. I know. I know Dr. George is there. I know Prophet Manasseh. I know Apostle Duku is there. I know Pastor Evers is there. I know, th I mean, there are guys there. Pastor Roland. I know they are there. Pastor Roland will be coming around this year, next year. I mean, I know they are there. There are guys there. And we are praying that their voices will be heard more. And we'll be joining soon. Scared. One here, you'll be corrupted. You'll be corrupted. Then I go to a place and you realize that the conversation that goes on among the pastors, I feel like I've not been called. Some pastors can talk to me and uh, come, oh, come, come and come and look at my new car. One day, <laughs> one day I visited a man of God. He said, Apostle, this one just came in. <laughs> I looked at the old one and I looked at my, my car. I realized that, no, you are not called. David, you are not called. They are driving these old bands. Look at, look at this. And I said, then he told me, he said, this is about 2 billion. It's about 200,000 Ghana City. It's just, the Lord is good. The Lord is good, boy. <laughs> it can roof my temple. Yeah. And so the way they talk, oh, one of my church, just one person bought this for me. Ah, why are you telling just one person? Like, what are you doing? A man of God told me, he said, that car, that is a 2020 20, 20, 20, 20 model. It was, I think the conversation was in 2020. This 2020 model, Land Cruiser, 2020 model. He said, two people in my church bought this. 
They, bought, they just bought it for me. The two guys, young guys, they just bought it for me. Is it that guy there? He's one of the, the two. In Jesus' name. <laughs> so they bought, they bought it for me. Then I feel like, I said, oh, that's powerful. That's wonderful. He said, oh, the Lord, is, the Lord is doing well. There are creamy, creamy people in my church. There are creamy people in my church. I said, wow, creamy. That was when I, 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 I said, said cream la cream or something. I said, I said cream de la creme. Creme de la creme. Wow, that's the word. Creme de la creme. That was the day I heard that. I said, creme de la I said, wow, creme de la creme. I knew that he was talking about some bourgeoisies that are doing wonders in the church. I said, hey, wow. Sometimes you go and see them. Sit there. Now we we'll preach and let's see. Realize, Charlie, he's screaming. I see God coming to bless you. I see the Lord. He said, He has blessed me with all spiritual blessing in heavenly place. Now you are seeing Him coming to bless me. You don't feel power. You feel tensions, nice sound, screams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you are blessed. Let nobody speak you down. And let nobody let you feel like what you have is wrong. I am telling you. My God that called me was telling me about the, the, the wish smokers. Was said, said, was it Kwame? I have been watching you online. I admire. I said, You admire who we be? I said, We follow power. We see what God is doing. Hey, we do we, we see. As I go, Charlie, let's start seeing, okay? With a humble heart. Let's start seeing. Because otherwise, we'll, we'll say thank you to God. Though. We'll say it. Yeah. But things are going to be more better. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. So not many wise. We have dwelt there for very long. Then he said, not many mighty. Not many what? Mighty. The Bible says the race is not to the swift. The battle is not for the strong. Not many mighty. So some of you, you feel like because you can speak, that is why God is going to call you to ministry. Eh? Many pastor's wives make mistakes. They feel as long as they are pastor's wife, they qualify to be women's group leader. They feel they must be the president of the women's uh, whatever, whatever in the church. Not many mighty. Not even you fasted. Not because you fasted though. Some of you feel like because you are so close to the pastor, you must be anointed as a pastor. Not many mighty. Not many mighty. For it is not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. Say yes who? The Lord. Not many mighty. So this thing called calling, it is not dependent on human wisdom. It is not dependent on might, nor nobility. Eh? Maybe a tech. Maybe, maybe a degree in law. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a medical doctor, you know. I am. Oh. Don't think so. So, you were not called because you were noble. Get it straight into your head. You are, not, you are not called. Everybody here, listen, you are not called because you are noble. You are not called because you are wise. 
You are not called because you are what? Mighty. <laughs> the next verse. Verse 27. But God, who did it? Who did it? It is purely by the sovereignty of God. Purely. So I don't have the right to condemn you. I don't have the right to question. There are some people, look, like I was telling you the last time, I said, if, if I was supposed to select Sandibit, I would select Sandibit. A rapper, the rapper, the rapper, Yo, 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 yo. No, if you, the day Sandy Beach was preaching, I was looking at him and said, Look at this guy. Look at this. Look at the way he's holding the mic like a grandpa. <laughs> he wanted to rap. How many of you saw that? He, was, uh, he wanted to rap. Not many mighty. Not many wise. Oh, noble. But God told me, God spoke to me directly about him. I thought about it. I said, God, this is not your voice. <laughs> ah! I told my wife, he said, take your time, David. Take your time. I said, oh my God, this thing. Hey! Not many mighty. Not many mighty. The, the truth is, there were people eh, that I felt like, Charlie, these guys have groomed them. These are the guys. These are the guys. Like when they hold the mic and they begin to preach and talk in the church. I feel like wow, these are wild guys. These are future pastors. I called them and said, Charlie, the time is up now. We have to do. He said, Hold on. I want to hear from the Lord. Yeah, they told me. Say they want today. They are not here. They are, they are, I think they have heads, so they are gone. Not many mighty. One of them told me. Do you know one, one of them told me? He said, Pastor, I want to marry first. I, I know then he said, I know my strength. I know what I can bear, so please. I want to I want to marry. I want to marry first. Hey! Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You're seeking marriage. I looked at him and said, Is that you? He said, Daddy, I know myself. Daddy, you see, I don't want you to let me feel like, but you see, you know, I know that you have trained us to hear from God. And I was like, Hey, you are shocked. Yeah, I've trained him to hear from God. So he now hears from God. He hears from God and he feels like God is advising him to manifest. I had me three times meeting with him. Three times. He said, no, you have to. Daddy, I had to, I had to, I had to manifest. And I, I want to wait for the Lord to know. As, as, as. Not many mighty. But God, you see, I was, I had so much hope and trust in these people. Like, you see, I, was, I told them, I said, Charlie, go and finish school and come. Because when they finish, I felt, Charlie, I feel a bomb ministry. Said, let me manifest. Let me manifest. Can we, can I organize your nation now? No, hold on. Hey, Charlie, I was so broken. I was like, oh, my son, my, my. He said that you have taught us how to hear from the Lord. So, small small now we hear small small and so we have heard a small voice yeah direct they hear direct i was like hey i was shocked bro i was very very shocked first i said can you give me time daddy can you give me time i want to go and pray about it 
we have this the truth the truth is that we have discussed this thing long like we have discussed this thing longer like the way we're even saying that oh uh, moses had to call this one you come i've appointed you appointed, appointed, appointed. some of right now eh, we don't have the liberty to just do that too you do this say i'm going to pray i'm going to wait on the lord the lord is not telling me that ah and moses had it that easy and you're not making it easy for us Hey, next year I will call people. Hey, you come, you come, you come, you come, you come, you come, you come. I will call. If it yes, just yesterday night, I was thinking. I said, hey, when I said how many of you want to be pastors, I saw certain hands. I will begin to call. We will be calling. I want to go and pray about it first. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to have a confirmation from the Lord. I want to have a confirmation for the Lord. You know. Twice have I heard, wow, that all power belongs to God. Hey, I looked at I looked at him and said, Hey, I sat down with you. I said, Oh, Charlie, okay, no, uh, go and finish school. We, we've sorted this, you know, before you visit, we've sorted this, go and finish school and come, and then we will sort everything out. Then you can come and stand. But it was like, He told me, He said, Pastor, I'm not going, Daddy, I'm not going to school. I want to be with you. I want to be with you. I said, You are a joker. You don't understand. Go. So me now go find money. Me. Me now go find money. I said, take it. Go and pay your school fees. Go. And he went. He finished school. No, I said, now let's work. I want to hear from the Lord. <laughs> oh, they say. Somebody said they say person. It's a type of Peter. A type of Peter. Sure. He told Jesus, I said, Jesus, I will be with you ever, even unto the cross. As you don't know, eh? So they were there. The, the night that he told Jesus, the night that he told Jesus, he did a show. The people came to catch Jesus, and said, No, we are so sharp. Jesus said, Hey! He said, I told you I'll be with you. <laughs> I told you I'll be with you. I said, I'll be there for you. <laughs> so Jesus had to take that lesson. And put it back. The moment they left the garden, no. Say, ah, but you are part. you are part of the. I said, I don't know him. I don't know him. I don't know him. You cut somebody's ears. Now we want to slap your ears. He said, I don't know him. I don't know him. Hey, I've changed my mind. We are talking about callings. We are talking about callings. Amen. Amen. May the Lord deliver you from deception. Amen. You don't know. You see, your, 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 the problem is that you have missed the flesh. Eh? You have missed the flesh with the things of the spirit. So you are not able to tell when it is the spirit and when it is of the flesh. How are you able to say, I'll be with you? And the next time you say, I can't stand with you. How are you able to do that? This morning I was thinking about that too. I was like, hey. So the, at least, okay. Then I realized that forgetfulness can let you even miss your calling. So, so he didn't remember anything. At least nothing. You didn't remember. You didn't remember anything at all. Because there are certain things like when you remember, that alone let you feel like, oh. Say, even a corporate world cry, mommy sevu kakra. at least I be a, why be a mommy sevu kakra. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Yeah, national service. At least do national service small for us. 
<laughs> Amen. Amen. Now, how do you want to be called and not feel hurt? We will get there. When I begin to talk about the building the excellency of your call, you will get, we will get there. How do you want to feel that comfortable? Do you know the things I go through? As I'm talking to you right now, my leg. Do you think I'll be for life? That's why I'm dressed like this. I want to stand for long. That's why I'm wearing this kickers. Say, ah, pastor, swagon pastor. Hey, hey, swagon pastor. See my son. Hey. Yeah, you know, no. You know, no. The way I they leap, I they leap. You, you see the way I they leap. I they throw, throw my leg like that. I want to preach to you. Yesterday, yesterday when I wake up, dawn, like three, sat on my bed. I took a bitacula. Then I took cinnamon. Then I took, I was chewing plenty, 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 plenty. Hey! Drank water. Then I take some more tea. When I finished, I realized actually, my host, because I wanted, I wanted to be strong to come and stand. Because I was going, I, my, I knew I was going to preach for seven hours yesterday. So I had to prepare myself. When I came, even two minutes, I couldn't preach. It's like, hey! Why? Paul said that we die daily. Do you know what I'm doing? I want to fulfill my call. I want to fulfill. You see, my effort in fulfilling my call, it is your maturity and your perfection. Me building me home. Now also, who build it? Me, you know, me building me, get it stronger. And the thing is that the, the, the more I build myself, I come to you, I deplete. I deplete, I lose everything I get. Right now, as I'm going, when I finish and I go to the room, you'll be very surprised. Either they are pressing my leg or do you, you'll be surprised. I think at times, I have to have some three doctors who always, <laughs> when I'm preaching, they'll be sitting there. They might finish no idea, follow me. Hey. It's a calling. It's a calling. I'm telling you. I've been, tell, I've been telling my pastors, oh, that certain things, this thing, don't do them, this thing, don't do that, this thing, don't do that. This thing. And how am I able to know? I've gone through that. I've paid a price for that. So I, I told Pastor, I said, if you, if you feel where I feel, you are a fool. I told her. I said, you are supposed to be, have it easily. Why, why do you want to go and experiment what I've experimented already? Come and let me give you the results and do, use me as a reference. Chapter 2, book review. And go on. That's all. Some of you don't understand because you have not done research work before. You went to a technical school. <laughs> Tina, you do research, eh? Don't worry. You'll understand chapter two. We call it book review. <laughs> Amen. Are you getting blessed here? Yeah. So don't miss spiritual things with physical things. Hallelujah. The call of God is purely by grace. I've told you. Grace of God. So don't take it for granted. And you know, and yes, and yes, we say, and yes, we say. And yes, we say no, 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 no. And yet, no, and yet, no, and Last week, a man of God told me that he has regretted marrying his wife. Yes, said so the wife told the wife told him uh, him that. Oh, young couple friend, no, 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 no. He should. He said God. He should leave her so that God would judge her by Himself. I want to live my life. Why? Why? Why do you want to force me? When you, he said, when you, when you go and stand the puppet on Sunday, do I stand there with you? So when you are waking up at dawn, wake up alone. Hey. Will you be that wife, baby? Will you be that wife? 
you can't not under our roof Jennifer will be a pastor's wife eh? Oh, I don't know if pastor. Oh. <laughs> Listen, Jennifer, I have realized by experience eh, that people who don't want to marry pastors, they are the ones that marry pastors. Is the truth. If you like, keep watching Tina, you'll be surprised. <laughs> you'll be surprised. They, they, you see, they fall in love with certain God has a way of setting you up. God has a nice way of setting you up. He will let you go and meet a very dusted businessman. And by the time you realize, the guy is saying, the Lord has called me. <laughs> the Lord has called me. You have to tell the guy, Nyame for me, man, TB. Hallelujah. So, Jennifer, you, no, look, let, let me tell you something. One of the ways that your discovery of calling becomes more easier for you is to marry a called person. If you are married to a called person, eh, like if you're a lady and you get married to a pastor, it gets so easy to know who you are. And then the most difficult thing you have to do is to make sure you become a suitable wife, okay? A wife that will make sure the calling upon that man is working because that is when you, your own, will come brighter and better. Because when your husband is failing, you also fail. So you have to pray. You have to fast for him. You have to find ways and means of advising your, your husband. It's very important. Ladies, I'm talking to everybody. You, you, you get what I'm trying to say? I'm talking to everybody. Hmm? So don't, don't be shying away from people who are called. Like, I don't know why you, you ladies want to run away from. Now, if you know the kind of pastors we are, hey, if you know, yeah, you won't get us. You pa. Kai. Look at us. Look at us. You look at us. Check us out. Check us out. Look at the kind of boys that you are hanging around with these guys, with the Otofista boys. <laughs> these Otofista boys, you think, Kai. Suarez boys. Jordan, are you boys? Of Tofista boys. You won't get him, Bo. It's true. Okay. Hallelujah. Let's look at the next point. The call of God is a holy calling. The call of God is a what? A holy calling. The first one is a, a call of grace. Is that not it? The second one is what? A holy calling. So let them that name the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. It's a holy calling. The Bible says that blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Your calling is a holy calling. He said, be ye holy for I am what? God 
will never call a man to do anything until he had called him unto himself. If you don't know how to be with God, you can't be for God. I say it again. If you don't know how to be with God, you can never be for God. Every man of God is a man with God. There is no way you can please God. There is no way you can please God on your own. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You can cook your love fries. You don't like it. Go and ask Martha. Try to impress Jesus. Jesus said, oh no, that's not what I like. What I like is what Mary has. He said, Mary is with me. He has found what is good. He, she has taken what is good and no one can take it from her. You must first be with God before you can be for God. How would you know what you want? If you don't spend time with him. And God doesn't find himself at a place of evil. No. Hmm. Second Timothy 1 9 it said, Who had saved us and called us with unholy calling? Not according to our works, but according to his purpose and grace which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Do you see that? So, the holiness he's talking about here is not even about evil or whatever, whatever. He's talking about the uniqueness of the world, the call of God upon your life. The selection was not done because of certain works, because you're a good singer. God didn't even call. Look, some of us say, look, we, I, may, I thought maybe one day I'll be doing wild vocals. When I was coming up, I thought I was going to do wild vocals and all those things. There is no calling of God that ends where you began. Then it's not a call of God. Sometimes I laugh when I see some people. They say, oh, some people just get up. God doesn't just get up and start building apostles. Start building prophets. Look at Jeremiah. He said, I called you like a, as a prophet. I don't, all this while Jeremiah didn't know he was a prophet. Look at David. He was anointed king. But look at what he went through. He has to learn a lot of things. He has to learn warfare. He has to learn how to be with people. He has to learn life in the palace. He has to learn how to behave himself. He has to learn how to live with women. He has to learn. He has to go through a lot of things. He has to learn from betrayal. He has to learn from opposition. So many things. Now, if Saul had not been antagonistic against David, how was David going to handle Absalom? So David learned how to handle Absalom from Saul. Saul tiny independent kunu. It brought Absalom David kuna while experience. Know him how to run. He knew how to run already. And the king was running. At certain point, the king must run to save his throne. You can be arrogant. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going. You must run to save the throne. Sometimes. You must look stupid in the eyes of the people just to make wise. He had called us with unholy calling. 
not according to our works so he didn't look at maybe how we can sing well how we can preach how we know how to uh, uh, we how we got first class in our uh, english language oh since when you're first class here sometimes we feel like what we know how to do is what gives our calling listen i see there's a difference between talents and giftings there's a difference between talents and what and gifting hard work empowers talents hard grace i mean strong grace and talent what giftings it is the grace of god we are who we are amen there are many things i'm doing today i know it's purely by grace i was driving with my wife and i i just i was just thinking you know when i'm driving, I do a lot of thinking and i turned to her and i told her i have to start thanking god well listen i think we're listening to a message and it was one of the podcast message it was like ah, you mean i pre-? i was telling myself you mean i preach this so i looked at her i said i have to start thanking god i think god has anointed me with a teaching grace because there was an explanation i said hey the the preacher in the podcast explained the thing that the driver was like wow i've been blessed Meanwhile, the same person preaching you know, i've been blessed i was blessed i was blessed like i i was like god this is good then I was like, oh, okay, so the Lord empowered me to do this. I have to thank God. Because I was thinking about, ah, how did I get to know these things? Where did I learn it from? The man that is standing in front of you, I've never been to Bible school. Though. No, no, no. I didn't go to Bible school. Are you surprised to know? I didn't go to Bible school. My Bible school was in the wilderness. But I've taught in Bible school. Can you imagine? Yeah. One day I was teaching the Bible school. <laughs> Maybe I don't know how to teach. I told the people, I said, by the time I finish, you'll break out in prayer and get out to, for evangelism. I was teaching, teaching in class, like class, teaching, 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 teaching. Before I realized they were praying in tongues, kata, 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 kata. I asked myself, you, are you a good teacher? You must make people quiet and they listen. The moment I finished, no, the pastor, the pastor just took over and told the people, we are going for evangelism. I said that before the man of God came in. And when he came in, I finished. He did what I said before he came in. I believe that. There shouldn't be any word from the pulpit that should not release passion in here. I believe the Lord has given me the call of a revivalist. I believe that no matter how fallen you are, your encounter with me should bring revival. You should believe that you can do it. I was speaking to somebody this morning. He was weeping. Wept and wept and wept and wept. And he said, I know that God has called me. I saw the thing and I asked him, I said, how do you feel? He said, I feel joy and strength. And that's what's supposed to happen. Are you not getting blessed? Oh, you don't need to. I know you are getting blessed. <laughs> are you not charging? Those of you, are you charging? You have to charge. It's part of my ministry. I say, what? It's part of my ministry. And that's why all, all that is that is that is our calling as KMC. We have to raise you. That's why every pastor comes when he finishes preaching, you feel like ah, Charlie. You see, by the time you think that this pastor is powerful, the next one comes and says, hey, Charlie. By the time you feel like, oh, this one message is wonderful, you say, hey, Charlie. And I'm happy, pa. Me, I'm happy, oh. 
And I keep telling them, there shouldn't be any competition. Anyone that will try to be in competition, you have problems with me. There should be they, me, I'm not competing with them, and they are not competing with me. Everyone is running this track and in his role. When we come here today, I said, Charlie, give everything prayer to Pastor Fred. Have they, have they started? Have you started firing? Ah, uh-huh. take us through. When we go for council meeting, prayer. When we go to pastoral meeting, prayer. So why should we go and compete? I'm, okay, Pastor Fred, I am the senior pastor, so you have to stop. Uh, let me, I'm here now. I'm here now. <laughs> I'm in charge now. No. No, 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 I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I pray for understanding always. Pray, pray for understanding. Hey, Charlie, ministry, calling the ministry, it's Samuel. She said, I'm so surprised that you say you are called and you have time for nonsense. Also, because it, uh, oh, it's not, it's not, I'm surprised you, are, you have time for nonsense. Like how? Amen. Freda, did you regret coming? Oh. When we go, I'll hold Vicentia's neck. I'm sure by now he's doing postings on WhatsApp. Say. Status posting. You guys can post too. You know, you, you've never seen me watching your post before. Eh? Uh, I watch her every day. She no no. She no no. I watched you when you were plating your hair. I watched you when you were dancing. You see that dance? I watched you. I watched you when Vicentia was telling, I get with pa. You know, you're surprised. I watched you when that little girl came to stand beside you. And you're, you're doing, the moment you jump into the camera, she also came. I watched you. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say, my call is a holy calling. Now, if it's a holy calling, then it also craves, listen, no. The calling craves. I use the word crave because the demand is too strong to be taken lightly. It also craves for unique attitudes. If it's a holy calling, then it craves for what? Unique attitude. Remember, you're not writing. Hebrews 3.1 Hebrews 3.1 He says, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly word, must be a holy brother to enjoy the holy calling of God. Because that calling is a heavenly calling. Partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and the high priest of our profession Christ what? Jesus. Let him be the standard. The next point, the call of God is a heavily calling. The call of God is a heavily calling. I think I have to be fast, eh? The call of God is a heavily calling. 
That means that it has nothing earthly except execution. All the supplies come from heaven. The voice came from heaven. And everything must come from heaven. The assignment is on earth. But the voice came from where? Heaven. And it must be respected as such. God called you to be part of KMC. God called you to be part of the things you are doing. God called you. It, it, it is a heavenly call. It is God that called you. It is no man. It is God. Tina, say it's God that called me. It's no man. It's no man. Now, if God has called you, how would you honor the call? Are you thinking about it? Ephraim, how would you honor the call? God has called you. It's a heavenly call. God has called you. How would you honor it? Amen. Hmm. The other thing I want you to also know is that the gifts and the callings are without repentance. When we say the gifts and the callings are without repentance, what we mean is that whatever call that is upon your life, it will not change. It will not change. You may not look as such from the beginning, but you must end as such. You may not look as such from the beginning, but you must end what? As such. The callings and the giftings are without repentance. Sorry. They are without repentance. And that makes it more serious because when you don't do anything about it, it doesn't, God doesn't come around and say, okay, fine, I called you to become an apostle. But since you're not doing anything, you become an evangelist. And you can't choose your calling. You can choose your career, but you can't choose your calling. Do you understand it? You can choose to be a nurse, but you can't choose your calling. I'm telling you. You can't choose your calling. Okay, so I'm reducing it. I want you to become an evangelist, okay? So from today, we also have apostle Ned Demau. I'm your evangelist. We said we are your corner. Grow full, more, more. My attention be bound to be your evangelist. Why? And I'll put the rooms house here. I'll be sure what the young man comes as a different popular booty. You're mum. The callings of God and the giftings of God, they are without repentance. The gifts come from the Holy Spirit. I told you from the beginning that at birth you receive talent, but at salvation you receive giftings. The gifts comes to authenticate, it comes to enhance, it comes to help you to become more efficient in your calling. And one important thing I want to make is that never be dependent on the gift than the giver. Never be dependent. Don't love the gift more than the giver. The moment you love the gift more than the, there's a tendency, there is a tendency that you will love the gift more than the giver. Do you know why? Do you know why you will love the gift more than the giver? The world does not see the giver, they see the gift. And because the world's attention is on the gift, you will do everything to keep the gift. And you, there's a tendency you forget about the giver. So, they call into a meeting. Like, you have come here. This is a come meeting. The word must be more 
And because you know people love prophecy, you want to show prophecy. So that people will see that, oh, the man of God today, it will day. It will day. I was here when somebody sent a message from Kenya. I went to speak in a crowd in a meeting. And sent a message to the man of God. We're about three men of God. Uh, four. And the Lord told me that as you are going for, into this meeting, if you go and prophesy, you are filled. So when I got there, there are a lot of prophecies were going on. I sat down and said, God, you said you are filled. <laughs> I will not fail you. <laughs> I took my time and I shared away. When I finished, almost all the testimony, over 80% of the testimonies that came were the session where I shared the word. The older men of God who were there up to now keep calling me. Even yesterday, even this morning, one man of God about 80 years old sent me a message. Don't forget about the giver and focus on the gift. Many people have run ahead and because of gift, they've gone to start ministry. Something They've gone to start something and they call it ministry. But that is coughing. That is what will kill them. You can't pursue what God has, sent, has not sent you and survive. It will kill you. It will kill you. He never sent you to start a church. You said, oh, okay, fine. I've been serving as a resident pastor. I think I'm doing well. I can gather for my own because already the offerings that comes, uh, it doesn't come to me. But when I start my own, the, all the offerings will come to me. And my wife will also become a Mama Gio. So people see Mama, uh, uh, Lady Mercy and say, that's our Mama Gio. And then Mama Gio will have a, wear a headgear and they also become in some way. Yeah, with the protocols. Uh, when I look at the way that he has been coming, the protocols have been surrounding him. I want to be like daddy. I came with my beautiful wife. Without her, I'm nothing. She's the pastor's pastor. Yeah. And then they'll be smiling. The wives will be smiling. Uh, when the wife doesn't come with you the program, they begin to say, that, oh, because my wife is not here, I don't feel complete. But I'll try to preach. Is your wife your Holy Ghost? <laughs> hey! So from him, pass him. <laughs> hey! Love the Lord. I said, do what? Love the Lord not his gifts. Do you know God has a lot of gifts to give you? God always starts with, with he gives you what I call a starter. And your faithfulness to the starter will determine whether he has to give more. There is always a gift that comes from the hand of the father. Listen to me. Let me explain this very well. There is always a gift, a unique, special gift that always comes from the hand of the father. And usually that is what attracts you to a church, to a man of God, to a ministry, to something. The rest of the gift that will come later is a gift that God moved from heaven to take from men and give to you. Is somebody following? At birth, you have talent, but at salvation, you have gifts. At salvation, the gifts that comes to you, they are the gift that came from the Father or the Holy Spirit direct to you 
And that gift is what will let your pastor look at you and say, Nadia, can you please be an usher? Nadia, can you join the prayer team? Nadia, can you do this? Nadia, can you do that? And you'll be surprised that as you are serving with that gift, as you are serving with that gift, now this time, the father comes around. And when he comes, eh, he takes a gift from a man. And then he gives you, he doesn't bring you a new one from heaven. He gives to you. So the Bible says that, who commit to you your own when you have not been faithful to another man's? So the Bible says that when the master came, he called a three and asked them, my talent. And the one with five talent came. He said, I traded with it. The one that came from your hand, I was faithful. I was part of the choir. I was at rehearsal. I was doing this. I was doing that. I was doing this. He said, really? I have a vacant resident pastor position. Can I hand it over to you? God never called you as a resident pastor. But he had given you another gift. He had given you another capacity to operate in. New one will not come from heaven. You will only inherit that one from a man. Something caught the attention of Elijah to Elisha. But when the time came, that which was upon Elijah was transmitted to Elisha. And that one can only be inherited through your faithful services. Faithful service. Seven. 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 One of the Dr. George was telling me about how he was serving one prophet, very popular prophet, I don't want to mention his name, and the kind of treatment he went through. And how hungry he could go. He can go hungry. He can go hungry, but he never complained. So sometimes he had to walk miles to go to church, but try never to be late. And sometimes he'd be walking, he'd be, go, he'd be going black. He said when he started teaching, people in the church started having problems with him. The pastors, the senior pastor was having problems. But he was faithful. 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 Today, where's the prophet? We can't find him in Ghana. But where's the Dr. George? He's all over. He said, God told me. He said, if you if you be faithful to me, I will never let your money do one poster in your lifetime. But you'll be on many posters. But Dr. George has never done a poster in his life. Faithful service. The Bible says that it is required of a man, a steward, that a man be found what? Faithful. That means that the steward is a man. Faithful service. Revo was talking about uh, LP. That's one of our faithful pastors. His level of faithfulness, her level of faithfulness is worth emulating. Sometimes I told my pastor, look at, look at LP. When I was talking to one of my pastors, I said, look at LP. When I handed over lunchtime to her, it never collapsed until the day I took it from her and gave it to another pastor. And then, pium. <laughs> and pium. She'll be writing exams. I don't know how you used to do that. How do you used to do that? Come and, today, come and tell us. Give me a microphone. Come and tell us how you used to manage. Because she was one of the busiest. Tell us how busy you were on campus. I mean, how you were able to combine this thing. One of the busiest students, leaders on campus. Yet, make sure that 12 o'clock on him. Hey, sometimes I told me, I heard my boy say, I did, I did not have a I be saying, I like how? Tell us. 
daddy was my dad. Come on, we go school. No, daddy, at the lunchtime prayer, she means that there were times that I was busy. So what I do is that uh, on Sunday I prepare the whole week's prayers. Then I push them to Pastor K. Then when it's time, Pastor K pushes to the platform. There were other times where I had to send to Reverend as well. So yes, I was a busy person, but. Uh, I, I prepared ahead. I get me here two weeks. Cry go. Now I push I'm a reverend, Pastor K. So although I may, I may not be online, although I'll be having a class during that time, but they would have to push it there. There were times I had to even send individual church members as well, just to make sure that we don't we don't go a day without the prayer. You get it. So I I employed a team to make sure that the, the prayers will be on the platform. Please, do, do we understand? They will understand. <laughs> they can't say they understand. You, don't, you understand? You don't understand? Ah! Fair, not faithful. For three years? Was it three years or four years? How many years did you handle that lunchtime? Three years! Consist, there was not a single day we missed it. Ah, I asked myself, how is this lady doing this? So, look at how she's, she's doing employer that church members commit this to commit that. Hey, listen to me. When God gives you an assignment, how you do it to succeed, it is the wisdom he commits to you that you must engage. Some of you, do you know what you come and do? Your wisdom, the only wisdom you have is to come and complain how tired you are and how I'm, I'm, I'm me alone. And I'm in and I'm of and I'm in and I'm in and I'm in prayer, and I'm in 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 and if they, if they don't do something, how would they also learn? He look at you. Are you the one who taught you? <laughs> Leave them to learn the way they will learn. Faithful. Faithful. And you see, you can never tell us you are faithful without consistency. We must, be cons we must see consistency to justify your faithfulness. Today you are up, tomorrow you are down. Today you are there. So you are there. We, are there. we can't find you. Ah! I say, oh, when we say, when we talk about it, what have I done? What have I done? What have I done? Some of you have started very well. Going on now, you have started becoming some way. Up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. The end of a matter is more important than what? The beginning. The end of a matter is more important. Are you, are you, are you here? The end of a matter, you may not start well, but make sure you end well. Make sure you end well. And if you have started well, praise God. Keep going. Faithful. If nobody's at the rehearsal, go. You go. By the time you go, you realize somebody is thinking like you. He's also there. Go. There were times you placed, maybe you don't know what I'm telling you. There were times you placed the prayer, the lantern prayer on the platform that we didn't even have the people to pray to be praying. Just had any buy and so, yes, a bomb, there were times I have to rebuke some of my pastors. Ah, it's time to pray. The thing is there. Why are you not there? Over 20 minutes, we are even late to pray it. And I had fracas with some of my pastors. Like, ah, be a prayer. Why your own is to do it? Why are you like? Faith, you must be faithful. Say, thou good and faithful servant. Thou good and faithful servant. Then he took the one talent. 
I say he will not bring a new one from heaven. No. I say you know, God has a lot of talents and gifts and uh, uh, many things hanging around, many callings hanging around. He will take from somebody who is lazy around, somebody who is not uh, uh, grateful, somebody who is not serious, somebody who is not diligent, somebody who is misbehaving, fornicating, doing many wonderful wild, wild things. He will take and come and say, my brother, carry this one. Enter into the joy of your Lord. That anointing does not come from heaven. That is why sometimes you can be serving a man of God and by the time you realize what is on a man of God, pam. Any pastor in this church, no matter your calling, can never go without a strong teaching anointing because it's only a man of God. If you serve faithfully, Revo, I know Revo, God has told me Revo has been called as apostolic prophet. She has a, he has a strong prophetic grace upon his life. But he teaches well. Why? Because the oil he serves is a teaching anointing. If you, if you become evangelist, Sonny, you will teach. Like, you will, you will, you will teach. If you give, if I give quite a microphone right now, oh, be working scripture by scripture. Slow, no, be, no, be, no, be. Right here, he's called Bishop. He's not Bishop, he's called Bishop. Well, he's a senior Bishop, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say I'll be faithful, I'll be faithful. to the heavenly calling and to who's row say the heavenly calling who's row and I'll treat you I'll treat you no the way I'll treat you no do you know you were called to be a member you see you can never know how to lead until you know how to serve if you are too big to serve you are too small to lead. If you are too big to serve, you are too small to lead. Hmm. It's not too late to step into your calling. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? It's not too late to step into your calling. Let's get it right. It's not too late. I wanted to do that last. Like, let me just try and brush through this. And let's see what we talk about in the evening. I'm stopping this one. And I'm switching to another topic. How do I discover my calling? You have to know this. How do I discover my calling? Now, before I do that, let me talk to you about career. Because some of you are thinking your career is your calling. Especially my fool. Could you my fool think that the camera is his calling? <laughs> it is very easy for Christy, Auntie Christy, Pastor Chris, to think that oh, being the secretary of the church is my calling. Yeah. <laughs> a calling will take you to the wilderness. A, a career will take you to the office. <laughs> Jesus, by career, he was a carpenter. By calling, he was a prophet. He was a savior. 
was taken to the wilderness but by career he was actually in the carpentry shop is it working you do well Kaladimosh Belendes Kibaya Kataya. Number two, you will need to discover your calling, but you decide on your career. Or better still, career is decided on, calling is discovered. You can choose to decide, I want to be a nurse, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a this, I want to be that, I want to be this, I want to be a carpenter, I want to be a shushan boy, I want to be that, and whatever I want to be. You can decide to be that. And God will bless it for you. How do I know? Psalm 1 verse 3. <laughs> Amazing. Shadimi Gadu Shataya. And you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of many waters that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not. Hello? His leaf also shall not. Now read the rest. He said what? And did the Bible say whatsoever? And whatsoever he doeth shall God will prosper your career. Whatsoever. Whatsoever you do shall prosper. Even if you do nails, you will prosper. You do pure water, you prosper. If you can't say you're not doing anything, no, you must do something because he prospered what you do. Do you understand it? If you do ice cream, you prosper. <laughs> Shit up. You prosper. Yeah. Why you bring you have to bring ice cream to this place? You prosper. Whatsoever. So you choose your you you decide on your career, but you must discover a calling. You must discover a calling. And that will lead us to many things. Number three, career is natural, but calling is supernatural or spiritual. Career is what? Natural, but calling is supernatural. Number four. Career is done for money. Calling is done for eternity. Career is done for money. Calling is done for eternity. <laughs> so you see, it's, it, the whole thing is becoming minus one plus one. Minus one plus one. Eh? So when you think that, okay, then my nursing is not a, a calling, then you realize that, ah, then my motive of injecting this guy without collecting money makes the calling. You see, minus one plus one. Minus one plus one. <laughs> Career requires education. Calling re requires revelation. You have to educate yourself and a certificate. To become the manager of that company. <laughs> they go for interview and say, show, show us why you think you can manage this thing. He said, have a revelation from the Lord. 
<laughs> you are sick. <laughs> I, have, I saw myself in a dream that I was managing a big company, so I know I can do it. Do you know how many times we, we, we dreamt that we were driving? We dreamt. Before I started driving, I had dreamt many driving experiences. I dreamt and I, I, I dreamt and I remember I went to a school to go and pick a lady I, I, was, I was crashing on. And I played and I was driving and it was a sports car and I was driving. The next morning when I went to the school, the lady was sitting with another guy. And I was jealous. Ah! Me too, I have not told the lady who. I didn't drive you in a dream. Oh. I think I have to dream again. <laughs> driving i think god knew that god knew that i would like driving so have you dreamt like that before did you drive mercy you drove mercy in a white car also (laughs) but did you enjoy the drive you also enjoy the ride this is a romantic this in there it's like nico nico <laughs> i love you from the bottom of my heart i love you from the... hey pastor romantic what you tip wow what a blessing <laughs> Yeah. You want to propose to a girl and say, when I had a dream, I was uh, tell the girl your mind and stop that nonsense. Yo. Boy, uh, I, I want us to write a marriage book together. Coded message. That means that the book was not a physical book. It's like a life experience. He wants to marry you so that you have a life experience. Mm. Somebody wants to ask my wife, ah, why did you like I, I I was interested in you? I want I want to write. Uh, they are calling me giants. So I wanted to come forward, but they are giants on the land. Of course, what do you mean? <laughs> you think it's going to be it's going to be normal for you? Sure. <laughs> I beg be a giant on your land though. Before somebody would take it from you. Amen. How many points so far? Five. Right, so career requires education, but calling requires what? Revelation. Career can change, but calling can't change. Your career can change. You can decide today that you will not be the manager of the company again. But you cannot decide today and say that, God, I'm not an apostle again. I'm not an evangelist again. You can't change your calling. You can change your career. You can look at your life and say, Juma we are me, and first you can me compare Juma's cow, and you will stop and go. But you can't say that I won't serve God again. You can't you can't say that I won't use my gift. You can't change. You can't change. Many people have tried to make their calling their career. And that one too has a deformation. It has a deformation because it takes you, it takes your attention. From eternity to money. So you come and sing and you're waiting that you are paid. The moment that factor comes in, the calling side is gone. 
Am I saying something very important here? Yeah. Yeah. The moment the side, the money factor eh, comes in. Mark, can we have you for our conversion? Oh, yes. The Lord, the Lord will be there. Will be there. So, how many are your, your congregation? Oh, we are just uh, 500. Okay, fine. So, um, for one hour, when I speak for one hour, I take 5,000 Ghana cities. So, you have to deposit about 500, uh, I mean, 25,000, uh, 2,500 before I set off and pay my ticket. And all. My friend, that is not calling any longer. That time, you are not fulfilling the call of God. You are doing career, business. Because you know how to speak and you know memory verse, you are going to rehearse it on a puppet and people will pay you for what you came to do. Yeah. We have gone for meetings. We have preached at places where we are giving nothing. But the people we preach to give us so much than the church would have given us. Yes. Is it, I'm telling you the truth. One encounter. This guy that sent 2000 this morning to me. One encounter with him changed the whole story. His whole story. One encounter with him changed his whole story. Changed his whole story. Yes. There's somebody that called me saying, Pastor, I want to. He said, I want to pay you every month. Please allow me. I said, Listen, hear from. He said, Please. I said, Do you, do you want to pay me? Do you know how much you're going to pay me? He said, Pastor, I'm ready to pay any amount. I said, I'm going to bring my certificate to calculate. And then, <laughs> you know how much my colleagues are receiving. And you, you know what he told me? He said, Pastor, I'm not afraid. What? Just one encounter, it changed many things. I preached in a convention. By the time I, I was leaving the convention, a car was parked for me to drive away. You can work over two years to get one car. And in that one car, you go and, you go and borrow. Before you go and buy. Calling. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. The benefits that we draw from our career is from our strength. And it wears us out. But the benefits we draw from our calling is from heaven. And it improves us. That is not in my notes, but it's in my spirit. It is easy to accept a call to preach. Is that not it? Than to accept a call to give money. But giving to is another way of calling. God can call you to be a giver. <laughs> God can call you and tell you, hey, go and empty your account. Go and roof that temple. Say, God, this one is not your, your voice. If God tells you, go and preach the gospel to this guy, say, oh, this one is God. Oh, go and, go and empty your account. Go and give you say, oh, this one is not God. This one is not God. Your career requires certificate, but your calling requires anointing. <laughs> your career requires what? Certificate. But your calling requires what? Anointing. Yes. As I'm here, eh, I've completed two tertiary universities. I mean, schools. I don't have one certificate. <laughs> I have left all my certificates in the school because I chose to pursue my calling more than career. Are you getting it? Now, when I chose to pursue my calling more than a career, I realized that just like Jesus and the spirit 
drove him into the wilderness. I entered wilderness street. I realized that all the things I had, I lost them. I lost everything. I lost my shops. I lost my business. I lost everything. I went back to Kofiri. I wanted to go and sell the shops and everything. I mean, the, go and gather the money that I have, the, the, they have accumulated from the business. When I went there, the guy had given the money, my capital and everything to his mother to trade with. And the mother has messed up the money. So I couldn't take anything. I wanted to give the, the shop as a gift to the guy. And then I used the money to buy maybe one car or one truck, a bus, a mini bus. That, because I thought God, when I was coming, I thought God was going to make me do a lot of crusades, do evangelism, blah, 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 blah. So I needed a van. When I went, I didn't get it. So when I came, I came to wait on the Lord. And in my waitings, many voices started coming up. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I have been driven to political conferences. Okay. <laughs> political conferences. To go and pray so that I'll be paid. When I was going, the Lord told me in the night. God told me, hey, get back. I got there. When we were going, they put up the light. We'll be going and they'll put up the light. These politicians, they'll put up the light. They'll drive and then maneuver through certain things. They'll put on the light. Then they'll drive, put up the light. So that, so at the point, I was like, are they going to kill me or what? When I got there, the Lord said, don't come out. And these people, these guys, they had guarded, saw them. Shall I mention their names? <laughs> Frida, they offer this. <laughs> saw them. They came to the car. Oh, what's up for? And a man of God came out. I said, no, I'm not coming out. Then they went inside. They went to call a man of God. And the prophet came out. said, man of God, we're waiting for you. This is a big opportunity for you to break through. He said many things. I said, I'm not coming. I looked very useless yeah, that day. I looked very useless. Very. The only thing I remember is that we entered Sakumono, and that's all. I didn't see anything again. The rest was history. Passed through many, 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 many things. The next time I realized we have appeared as spinters. I look very useless. Because I have this. And on top, that year, that political party won the, won the election. So I would have become like nation's prophet. <laughs> nation's prophet. Hey. Meanwhile, I needed money. I needed a lot of things. I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything. You know, since I started ministry, I've tried never to Affiliate too much with politicians. Try it. It's intentional. Because I feel it's not time for that. And I kept telling myself, I said, the day, the day I need a politician, they have to come to me. Yes. And that's what happens. Hallelujah. Some of us Oh, you need you are coming up, pastors. I mean, everybody. Don't put your trust in men. Do you understand it? Don't put your trust in men. You just want to have. Oh, if I show you my phone, yeah, I've pictures. Me and people, I've never posted them. Never posted them. 
never posted them. Some of them casual pictures. You will never believe that. Oh, oh, ah, you did take picture with this guy. And it's not like, oh, maybe you requested for the picture. They requested for the picture from you. This I guess if this was taking which which year? 2021. We are in 2022. Hey. So this was taking 2021. Have you ever seen this thing on Facebook before? There's no need. I've ever seen it before. There's no need. They're going to put it there. Oh, me to have me to have a picture of this. Me to have, I don't have time for that nonsense. Let me show you other ones. But what I want to tell you is that, Charlie, if you focus on God, people will post you, you. Instead of you making a business posting people. So that when I'm running through people's DPL, go, go and see somebody, oh, like sometimes like ah, me. So why is, what, what does she get from it? What is he getting from it? I go and see somebody's status and you are there. I, I, I try to make sure that those things that you capture my heart. They don't capture my heart. Too. I appreciate sometimes I just, I just send a message. Thank you for sharing. Maybe the compliment. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I don't allow it to hold my heart. Amen. Are you here or you have gone home? Yeah. What was the last thing I said? Of course, you need an anointing to fulfill the calling. When I talk about anointing, I'm talking about God's ability to help you in his vocation. God's ability to help. You see, there are people who can sing the same song. Now, when it is an anointing, there is an impartation. Okay? There is a transformation and there is edification. But if it is not an anointing, there is only excitement. People get people may be excited about the song you sang. They will clap for you. There is a song that you will sing, and no man will clap. The place will be quiet. But I bet you the lives of men are not the same. You finish and realize that men feel like a clap is and is a disorder in the meeting. They are quiet. But the other ones will say, yeah, they can make plenty noise. It's like preaching. You can preach and get to a point and everybody is quiet. Quiet. Yeah. The other, yeah, 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 yeah. Be careful though. Which one is operating? Anointing that motos the gift or talent that is in show. Amen. Career requires association, but calling requires intimacy. <laughs> Just normal association, career, network. You must be networked. Also, in your connection. Hey, since the only connection, it is whom you know. Career requires whom you know. But when it comes to your calling, it's about intimacy. Who you are intimate with. The God you are intimate with. The God you are intimate with. Because instruction must come from the true room. The next level of your calling. It's connected to your last place of intimacy. 
When last did you sing a love song to God? Yes. Yesterday I was singing, Lord, I want to love you more than I ever had before. You are so easy to adore. Lord, I want to love you. I was singing it. When last did you sing a love song to him? The last song, the last, the last song you sang is give me now the power, Lord. I want to go to the battlefield. Give me now the power, Lord. Your life has become radu, 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 radu. All you know is action, 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 action. You don't love the Lord. You want to hear for everybody to see how powerful and how anointed you are. I say love the giver more than the gift. Hey, never think of yourself too little to do exploit with a calling. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Never think of yourself too little. No, never think of yourself that I'm a woman. No. There are people who don't normally like operating the anointing. They shy away. Number one is women. Women. They feel, you see, African women especially, their upbringing makes them think like, they are not supposed to be in front. But who that was in front? Deborah was in front. Mary was in front. Anna was in front. You will be in front. Amen. Do you know you can live from behind? Are you aware? You can live from behind. Abigail was leading from behind. Abigail led her home from behind. Who are you hearing? Abigail led her home from behind. She was not a husband. There was a husband. But she was always saving the situation. Though the husband was messing it up. She was always the one saving the situation. By wisdom. It doesn't take you to be in front to be a leader. You can never, 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 never get anointed if you are not intimate with God. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Can never, 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 never get anointed if you're not intimate with God. There is a possibility that when you, leave the, when you lead the people, when you leave the people for a time of intimacy with God, a type of Aaron will rise. And like Reverend was saying, is it not amazing when the people were saying that that Moses, we don't know when he will come, whether he's going to die or not. Look at how they are speaking about their senior pastor. Sam Moses, no. Sam Moses, no. Sam Moses, no. And Aaron didn't talk. He didn't say anything. Immediately, Aaron organized them. There are certain people who can be around you. Eh? And in their heart, their heart is not with you. They are only waiting for an opportunity to see that they have support. And then they begin to act. So I'm not surprised that he was able to team up with Miriam to speak against Moses. Hey, this loyalty thing. Hey, no, did that though. And yet that every disloyal person has a husband or a wife. Do you know what I mean? Every disloyal person has a partner that they are look be, <laughs> because of you eh, and the evil people want to do to you, it has caused two enemies to become one. They have agreed. Hey. You are very powerful. You are very, because of you, two enemies have become one. 
because of you. Just because they want to harm you. So such people, just imagine if they get along, when they get married, when they come together. It is very easy. It is very easy for them to rise up against the senior pastor, rise up against the church, rise up against the... I, I was surprised to see a church member who left go to write on Facebook that loyalty is the practice of witchcraft. Yes. I can read it for you from Facebook. When I saw it, I was like, hey. And I was surprised that when he put a thing there, all the people that when he was with us, he accepted that their actions and those things were wrong and all those things. They were all commenting and they were, and he shared, okay, shared the thing to certain people. It's normal. And some of the people he shared to, some of them are still with us. And they are actually marked. We know them. It's just for time. So that their work will not affect us so much. God has helped us to know who, what their heart is. It's true. The Bible is an old book, older than you. There are many the things there. I see free heaven. Me see every disloyal person has a husband and a wife. Did you believe? Could you have believed that Lucifer had angels who supported him to rebel against God? Seeing God face to face, standing in front of God, standing in front of God. He had people to the tune of one third. Just imagine one third of KMC people rising against Pastor David. Hey, I'm finished now. But I have to be ready. If it happened to my master, it can happen to me. God hates rebels. Rebellion, he hates it. He brands it as what? Witchcraft. So now rebels are calling loyalty witchcraft. That's the spirit of Lucifer. you fall, listen to me very carefully, when you fall he will not take your gift, he will not take your calling you can write excellently, preach excellently but you are not in his good books don't look at just the things they do look at the fruits, okay, to tell why are you like that why, why, why would you speak against the pastor like sometimes I ask myself, ah, this guy who is leaving church, why, what did I do to him? There is nobody, nobody who can stand anywhere and say, Pastor did this, Pastor did whatever I did was the execution of my pastoral ministry. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Do you understand what I'm tr- trying to say? Oh, you, don't, you don't get it? Ah. Like you go and, I don't see it, I don't see it. I don't see that one. But there's nothing you understand. Amen. There's nothing you understand. This thing they have have done and go and push. It's just with time. They will get it by revelation. And that revelation will be by experience. And they will see whether it is witchcraft or it is. When disloyalty hits your marriage, eh? when it hits your marriage, and you see your wife becoming disloyal to you, then you will understand what you did to your pastor. You have to be very careful. You have to be very careful. Yeah, do you know that things we have gone through? Hey, I am only craving for your loyalty because God requires, not because I want to be selfish and possess you. I don't, I don't feel like I possess anybody here. 
Do I possess anybody here? Ah. I don't feel like me. I won't force. I won't force you to do whatever. No, 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 no. If it's marriage, me, I will not marry with you. You are going to marry your marry alone. <laughs> you know be so. Like somebody came to tell me, me now I know that this guy is not born again. The friend came to tell me, said, "Daddy, you need to catch a guy, no? Or catch a guy and so ban up busan on kase. Or so groomy, no? So on kase, so can't turn, so kase, so kase, so kase. Or so be busan and say, oh, or kai date. Or on kase, on kai, but why you born again? Who will they do? Who? Can I tell you something about God? God will never argue with you on your choice. Because you know he has given you the wisdom to make decisions. So if God will bless it, me will bless it to you. Then you go enjoy it. But he will give you grace by enjoying the technology of counsel and God's mercy. So we give you counsel. If you take it, it helps. If you don't, it's up to you. Hallelujah. I have realized by experience that many people that were giving counsel never hit to. It never ended well with them. Never ended well with them. If I be a man of God, I don't need to say that. I know. Not if. As long as I'm a man of God, <laughs> you watch what to see. Whether the word of God will lie. It's only with time. The tree was cursed. Peter looked at it. I'm sure Peter said something he said. Yes, we are Yes, we are Yes, we are But when you look at Peter's attitude, that's what he said. Why should you be returning? You alone, you go and pass the place and go and see whether that thing really works. Let's say, what to justify whatever the master or kind of cry, or kind of cry. When he got there, he realized that the thing has waited. No, I'm saying, oh, yeah, you're he came say, Jesus, that thing you did, look, look, he was excited. So when Jesus came, he wasn't excited though. But when he saw it, he was excited. He said, the thing, I said, it's only with time. We don't celebrate a fall. We don't celebrate somebody's destruction. Okay. But we cannot deny the fact that what you have started will come to pass. Oh. I was so sad when I saw it. I said, hey, hey. Like words you couldn't imagine could come out of the mouth of people. Amen. Career is something you choose, but calling is something that chooses you. (laughs) Amabruni, not many fair. (laughs) Eh? Don't think God is calling you because you are fair. Yeah. He has, he has Tony Blair, more fairer than you. If you go to Denmark, people are white; they are not like you. Eh? So don't think God is calling because you are fair. Why do you think God is calling? Just a mimic natural, just a radical natural. Or see, it is by grace, purely by grace. It's the grace of God. That's why you are here. I'm telling you, by this time, you, you, you may have been sitting in front of somebody's wab. You know wab? Hello, wabi. You don't know wabi? Eh? You don't know wab? You know Benzema? 
Kwa yeshiri intimu. Yadoo kwa hell. Yanso highlight kwa ye. You shine enough. You are not the light of the world. You are the light of a sugar daddy. Hey! Hey John. You want to go to heaven? That's why you are here. This is the way to heaven. La. My dear, this is the way to heaven. Amen. Your calling will choose you. You will not choose your calling. Before the foundation of the earth, it chose you. Hallelujah. Ke badush beles in the Sahara. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. How do I find this calling? So now you see the difference between the calling and the career? Okay. So now you can tell what is your career. Ajua, you can tell what is your career now. Ajua, I have become more beautiful. Are you about to marry? No. What are you waiting for? And they said you'll marry you. Amen. If you don't marry me now, I'll marry for you. Now the one can tell me. Ah, now me will. Ajua. Oh, to me, boy, we even. If you saw, right? And if I ask him, call us. We never tell him. Oko busa kwezi, we tell him. Kwezi, adaroma. Usa oh, since the eighties, why? Why? This you saying? I like it. Just say. Aggressive and boy. Oh, yeah, now. Now, why? Eh, give your brother. Fan boy, do the pay. Eh, what's your protective brand? Protective brand. Which brand is that? Hey, more on your mouth. You must be, it must be in your calling. Hmm? So since the 80s, so this one I want to use for the 2000s. Eh? So it's a sister. Ah, who's Rudia? My friend, sister. When your papa, a lady sat in front of me. I said I want to propose to her. I looked at her. I said, David, what do you want to say? I said, said David, do you, do you, why do you love me? Are you have you fallen for me? I said, oh no no no, you are my sister already. I can. Meanwhile, that was what I wanted to say that day. Well, that's now. I bought you. I bought you. Said the ocean coin. <laughs> Recently, she called me. Said, "Hey, David, you? She's married. She celebrated her birthday last week. So I called her. Said, hey, wherever I went to sleep, I'll go and sleep there again. I said, "Don't go and sleep. If you go and sleep there, I won't call you. I won't call you again." And she went to bring the matter up. I'm saying, my name is you. Let me hear chest medicine. I just said, uh, you know what I did? Hey, look, I just remember though. You know what I did? Before she came, I went to town to go and buy a special music. And I wanted to create a certain ambience, a certain atmosphere. So it was playing. Me now who see that. That day, if I said it, she told me, said, David, that day, if you had said it, you would have had it. I didn't know. So, ah. 
Sometimes you girls, your faces are too straight for us. We feel intimidated. Ah, let it be looks, let it look seeming for us a little. Ah, well, because the way you are saying, she was even on the question of question, I'm sure to know. And the David Premier now, Mr. David, David, you are media power. How can I say yes? Ah. Oh, no, no, no. That, that, it was too strong. It was too strong. Now, beloved, listen to me. The Bible says that for many are called, but few are chosen. How do I discover my calling? The very first step when it comes to one discovering his call, before you can discover your calling, listen to me very careful. You need to engage diligently in your general calling for the revelation of your specific calling. You need to engage diligently in your general calling for the revelation of your specific calling. That's a simple brother. Yeah, try. <laughs> You need to engage in your general calling. Diligently in your general calling. For the revelation of your specific calling. LP, how many minutes are you going to give me in addition? My watch has been 12.30 since. Hey! Oh, I'm not lying. Why should I lie to you? You Are you the one to judge me? <laughs> it has been 1236 so I, I just I just don't know now I have taught you about working with God if 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 you have not if you have not heard it maybe you see the media before the message I've taught you about working with God and I have taught you about peripatioing and stokioing have I yes. and I've told you what it means to peripatio and what is what what it means to suck you i mean meaning what it means to walk by order or walk by what walk about i mean just touch anything in with the motive of pleasing the lord now when we talk about general calling every christian there are certain things that every believer is called to every believer is called to for example a call unto holiness every believer is everybody's call call to prayer everybody's call Call to missions and evangelism, everybody's call. Call to worship, everybody's call. Call to committed service in the house of God, everybody's call. This we call general calling. There is no way you can ever discover you if you are not in general callings. When I got born again, I served almost I didn't even write my name in every department, but I found myself serving in almost every department. Serving. You must spend time in prayer. It is the call of God for you to pray. It is the call of God for you to study your word, the word of God. It is the call of God for you to work in the house of God. In doing this, you realize that your true calling is coming out. I said this thing is by discovery. It is not by choice. You cannot come to church or you cannot be born again and choose that, oh, I want to be an apostle. 
No. I want to be a musician. No. Mommy Rehef, as she's here, has become many things. I remember when in school, she was a, uh, I don't know what she was in Abu school, but I know she was a chapel prefect. Is it right? Hey, then I'm blessed though. Or chapi. Chapel prefect. Prayer secretary. And when she came to and vice president of our scripture union, PMSU, Presby Matter this union. When it came to the uh, tertiary, she was a prayer secretary for Presby. Presby. So go and tell, go and tell your moderator. Eh? The PMSU, Presby Matterist. Every position I occupied when I was living, I handed it over to her because she was my daughter. And the people come naturally to come and tell me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Bible says that the cow that plows the field. Or cement a tree, then no fun to massas. No, that's all we be. It doesn't mean that we're going to look at when I start doing my daughter, my daughter will be a whole. <laughs> Usually what happens is that people, the executive body will come to me and they come to request for her that since she's with me, she knows how to do so. We, we should just hand over to her. And that was how she was. Becoming like that. And then, when we started church, Mommy loved God. When I was, anytime I was going for evangelism, machines, she was with me. We were not going out. We're not dating. You see, that's, that's something you must know. Some of you, the moment a lady comes around you, the only thing that comes into your mind is to fall in love with her. Your mind is so rotten that I pray that the blood of Jesus, the thick side, would wash you. There are, some, there are some guys here, they can never be in a room with a, girl, a lady for 30 minutes without thinking negative. I don't know The moment your point is here, you have problem. You have problem. Amen. Please, you live above that. You have to live above that. I said, do what? Live above that. Personally, I never knew that I was going to be a pastor. I never knew. I never knew one day I'll be preaching at a camp. I never knew I'll be the organizer of a camp. I never knew I'll be the leader of a church. I never knew. I never knew. It's plenty enough. It's more than enough. I'll leave you some. I never knew. But you see, as I kept on serving God, I was not a pastor. I was not an apostle. I was nothing. I was not papa. I was nothing. I was only Brad Dave. Brad Dave. Brad Dave. Brad Dave. Everywhere, Brad Dave. I was just Brad Dave. Wake up at night, praying, interceding, praying, mobilizing people to pray, teaching people to pray, sharing the word of God. The word of God that I was studying for myself. I was so blessed and intoxicated. When you come around me, I want to show you. At the point they were calling me, the Bible says, 
later they say it's in the bible because every time i talk it's like i have to say something so the bible says the bible says the bible says so my mates were like charlie the bible says it's coming the bible says it's coming the moment you come around me and i'm talking i'm sharing the word i'm sharing the word i'm sharing the word explaining something i never knew i was going to be a teacher of the word i never knew i was in the general call of god i go for evangelism i preach in buses I preach in stations. I preach in hospitals. I was doing the work of an evangelist as I'm supposed to, though I was not an evangelist. I started churches. I never knew I would start a church one day. Are you following? I started churches. I started, started church, start, starting churches on campus. Aposa. I had to help them to establish. I had to be there for Lighthouse. I had to be there for Pencer. I had to be there for this and that and that. Later, I said, no, my church must be on campus. Then, single-handedly mobilized ICGC members. We started ICGC on campus. So, I'm the first person to start ICGC campus ministry worldwide. Before they started the whole, but they don't even remember it's me. When we go, God will remind them. David is the one that did it too. You people must know. So I was in this. Later did I know that one day I was at a church called KMC. I didn't know. I didn't know. In fact, when I went to university, it was more of my silent hours. When I got to the university, the only thing I was doing in university was to direct a choir. I was just directing a choir. And then missions. So I do choir direction for ICGC. I come home for missions. Weekends, I'm home go on mission fields, go and attend to the churches that the branches we have established. Every weekend, every weekend I travel from Cape Coast to Koforidia and then to Osino and then to Kofipare and then we're traveling doing mission work. I never knew that one day I would need to be, one day I traveled, one day I traveled from Odan to Cape Coast to Accra to Koforidia to Odan. I was like, really? I drove How did I enjoy it? Because when I was not a pastor, I was doing those things. I was driving, enjoying. Went, came to Accra, drove through a bridge down to Kufridia, went there, came to Odai again. In one day. Can you imagine? In one day. And I enjoyed it. I was like, wow. Why? I have gone through all this. Uh, what do you call it? I didn't go to Bible school. The Lord taught me in the wilderness like he taught John. He taught Jesus. He taught me in the wilderness. I went for scripture union. I swept church auditorium. I became everything in the church. I became everything in the church except two things. The president of the women's department and the pastor. <laughs> These are the two things I couldn't become. These are the two things I couldn't become. But I became everything. Some I was intercessor. I was an usher. I was a sound engineer. I was I was a drummer. I was a vocalist. I was a, a, a cappella singer. I was everything. Someone. It was through the cappella group that the Unicorn Masquerade came out. The Unicorn Masquerade started as an cappella group, and then I extended it when I went to missions to start campus choir with the Unicorn Masquerade. That was where Eddie Dems all came from. Uh, what's the name of that lady? I always mention her name. Oh, him, I messy them so that's where they came from. 
Then you come and square. When we get to heaven, Jesus will tell them, You see your boss, you see your boss, you see your boss. General parties, you must be part of something. You must be strong in seven. You must be part of prayer. You must learn to pray alone. Because the more you spend time with Jesus, Jesus begins to see that he can use you for this. Now he will allocate you a special assignment. Now as I'm here right now, do you know one of the things that is burning in my heart? To groom, I'm not, I don't have, I have trained myself to start churches and leave it. Hello. You want to sit in the car? Look at me. I have trained myself to start churches and do what? And leave it. All the churches we started, we have left it. It is not difficult for me to leave my pulpit and say, Kwabana, take over your resident pastor. It's not difficult for me. Do, do, do you get what I'm saying? So I'm able to leave it. And that is why it will be easier for me to leave or that branch and go and start something else from somewhere and lift and go in somewhere without being careful and not being afraid of anything. Because I've left, I've left to see, I've left Kofi Pari, I've left uh, Akwaduma, I've left, I've left them. I could have said, okay, there's a man of God in a chance. He started a church for Christ in Bazi. He has taken it. He couldn't leave it. One day the church went there, he told them they shouldn't come here. They didn't help him to start. They, they are not the one who gave him money to buy the land. Uh, blah, 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 blah. He's taking it. He's taking it. Christ in Bazi. He's taking it. And he has changed the name. He has started a school and he has changed the name. I mean, I don't like rebels. Though. I don't like rebels. No matter how nice you are even performing. It's just for time. It's just for a time. It will kill you. It will kill you. So it is very easy. If you want to know your specific calling, if you want to know your calling, be diligent in the general calling. You are blessed to be part of a good church. Commit yourself. We say we are going for dumb prayer. Be part of it. Why am I able to make do camps on empty stomach? You are sitting down. I'm preaching. No food, nothing. Hours upon hours, I'm standing. Because many years ago, from 94 to now, I have always been fasting, December, preaching. I don't go to church on Sunday with food in my stomach. And it has been years old to now. So when the Lord called me, he said, I want you to live a fasting life. So that's one of my unique callings. That God called me. That instead of eating plenty, be fasting. Instead of eating plenty, one of the things that irritates me in my house is when you ask me, what will you eat? If you ask, if you ask them, they'll tell you. They're always fighting with me. Daddy, please, what will you eat? I said, I don't know. So that I can walk into the house and see food on the table and I go and sleep. I see food as poison and I see fasting as food. When I eat, I feel I'm poisoning my body. When I fast, I feel I'm healing my body. And that's why I have a lot of revelation about fasting. Amen. How did I do that? How am I able to wake up at night and pray? Because of midnight cry. Because I learned how to pray in the night alone and then I mobilized people and then before I realized it became a big group and in the night, every night by night, we're praying 11 to 4, 11 to 4, 11 to 4, praying, praying. 
everyone that is excelling in his unique calling was somebody who was diligent in his I mean, general calling. Everyone. So when Revo was talking, he, tell, he told you, didn't he? He said he was part of the choir. He was part of that. He was part of this. He was part of this. He was part of that. He was part of that. And today, he's the resident pastor. Maybe one day, he may be a bishop. Maybe. Maybe he'll be a bishop in charge of maybe a nation. The bishop in charge of maybe Canada Church. Bishop in charge of Ghana Church. Zimbabwe. It could be any, maybe China Church. Yeah. We are not going to remain here. You have already started doing a luta against their president. Are you aware? You want him sacked. It's a revolution and the gospel is about to be. People are praying for China. There are people hidden in rocks praying every day for China. I cage. A lot of you, a lot of you, many of you, LP Hannah Dems and all those, today they know how to sing because they have, they have been serving. They have been serving. They have been serving. Since that commission, this commission. She has been with the choir oh, till now. Are you, I don't know whether you're getting what I'm trying to say. So, the general, your general, if, you see, I cannot help you beyond that. No, I thought you were, maybe you, you were thinking I was going to tell you, okay, do this. Pray six hours a day. Do this. Do this. It is as simple as if you want to discover your calling. Eh? Now, it's like if you want to discover your talent, make efforts to do everything some you it will help you to know what you are good at you understand it but if you want to discover your, your, your calling serve the lord let everything that concerns god concern you when you enter a church and there is lack they need a drummer try and train yourself to become the drummer and occupy the space if you see they need an usher try and become if you see they need it. by the time you are maybe you are called to be an excellent drummer and you never knew David was sent to send food to his brothers. He got there and there was an assignment and there was luck. He just remembered that he has trained himself to be able to overcome challenges. And he engaged that gear. And before he could realize, he had overcome. When David overcame, do you know what happened? The women started comparing him to Saul. Saul was a king. David was a shepherd boy. But he started singing his praise. Saul has killed thousands. David has killed 10,000. Later on, do you know what happened? When the, the seat, the throne was vacant, David never rushed to the palace to tell them, I want to be a king. No. The people ran to David and told David, we want you as a king. When you are fulfilled in a general calling, your unique calling will call, will beckon on you. One day you'll be there and your senior pastor will come and say, Pastor Yima, we want you to take over this. Why are we going for council meeting and we took a decision? We need a, a, a resident pastor. Everybody in council said, Reverend uh, Pastor Yima. Everybody. Whether they had a reason or they didn't have a reason. Everybody said, oh, let's, give, let's give Pastor Yima. Let's give Pastor Yima. Let's give Pastor Yima. At that time, I had prayed pray like six months over that. I never told them anything. Pray like six months. It was only my wife that knew. I discussed with her. I said, Charlie. And I was praying over his head. 
and I was seeing a lot of weaknesses with him. And I was like, God, this thing will show up. This one, this side. No, this one, this one. But these are trainings. Come and improve upon them. Amen. So be diligent. Hey, human beings may not see you. Human beings may not see you. But you see, as you are serving, you will never know that you are called a prophet until one day you realize that as you are serving, there will be a situation and you see that Charlie, the Lord will speak by you. Or a vision will answer. Like, wow. Did I just see it? Did I just see it? Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm saying? He said, Elijah, the man that poured water upon the hand of what? Elijah. He was serving. Serving. Elijah would, Elijah would be going to pray. He will go with him. At the point, Elijah will tell him, my friend, go back. He said, I won't go. I'll be with you. Even when the prophet was sacking, he said, oh, no. Serve. Do something, Jenny. Serve. Be back. You say you want to be an announcer. Be strong. Be there. Be effective. Hey, you will never know. Maybe the Lord is raising you to become your, the call upon your life maybe is to become a lawyer for the for the Christian fraternity. And you must learn how to speak. And that's why he's putting you in the announcing department. You may don't know. You may not know. The Bible says that in the last days, the mount of the Lord shall be exalted above all the what? The hills. Now, at that point, he called mountains hill. Why? Because there was an exalted mount hill. An exalted hill above the mountains. So, from that point, all of this are just hills. <laughs> they are not mountains. Now, when the Bible talks about that, what it's trying to mean is that the church is going to take over everything. The church is going to take over the hospitality the, uh, uh, I mean industry. It's going to take over uh, what is the name? Uh, uh, showbiz industry. The church is going to take over uh, whatever. Uh, uh, the economic uh, system. The church, the church is going to take over everything. So you go to the parliament house and you see a parliament. At least for the first time in Ghana, we have the Christian fellowship in the parliament. We, you, you get to, we have Christian presidents. You have this. You have this. God will be taken. Why? The, the hill of the Lord is exalted above all other hills. So when he tells us that he is on a recruit mission, believe him. He may be recruiting you as the next minister of agriculture. You may not know. And he may be watching you how you have been taking care just the simple flowers in the house of God. He may be watching you. He may be watching you. The general call. The general call. Be diligent with your Bible studies. Be diligent. We say we are going for evangelism. Please be part of it. You may be called as an as evangelist. Be part of it. We say we are going for missions. We say we are doing home cell. Try and be a home cell leader. Try. Be a home cell leader. You may not know what you are becoming one day. You may not know his plan for you. Sometimes it's boring. Sometimes it's frustrating. Hmm? Sometimes it's frustrating. I have carried drums from Achansi to Odan before. After, after a tired crusade, we didn't get a car. We have to walk from Achansi to Odan. And I was carrying drums. When we go to Suidru, the cemetery, we sat there. We were sitting on tombs. 
We were sitting, they were tired. We were sitting on tombs. And they were with Twasso. The following day, we went again. Now, when I started missions on my own, when I went to look at Somania, I wasn't worried. I knew how to walk. <laughs> I knew I was, I told myself, I walk. I walk to Gofodia. <laughs> Amazing. I was there, sorry. I was there when I got a car to come back. I wasn't worried. I, I, I never think about what will happen whenever I'm going for missions. No, I don't think about that. I only think about how to get there to fulfill it. I don't think about when I finish, how will I come back? I don't think about that. But the Lord had never caused me to be found wanting every time he missed provision. Every time he missed provision. That is why it becomes easy for me to go into crusades. If I have to go and preach, I don't struggle to go and preach at a crusade because I have been doing it since. Do you understand it? Engage diligently. Don't be selfish. Now, you see, to be able to engage in the general call of God, it takes the love, your love for God. If you don't love God, say, David who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who is what threatening the children of God? Amen. A friend, a friend, no, no, no. Mm. <laughs> if I were you, I would always raise my hand. Who wants to do praise and worship? Who wants to be every day? You should be there. You should be. You should be hungry to do it. You should be hungry. Who wants to lead prayer? Who wants to lead prayer? <laughs> every day. How many of us will be passing? And I was excited. How did you have, I saw a lot of hands. I was so excited. I said, yes, this is the spirit. This is the spirit. This is the spirit. And we are going there. You get you understand why you raise your hand. I hear when they go for choir and they say, Who will lead the song? Yeah, everybody will sit it down there. My director will call me and say, Daddy, your people are frustrating me. I said, if they don't raise their hands, raise your hands on one. <laughs> point, point, point someone and don't look at the person's face again. Tell the person you are leading and turn, go away, finish. <laughs> Has he been doing it? Oh, you have been doing it, eh? Mm-hmm. I've been telling him to do it. Ah, working for God. Sofu, first, you could not. Bambuno, you could not see a chance at Bedrieso. Bambu, Bambu, I saw them Bambu. You're genetically trained. See a Bedrieso, you're seeing a Bia Bashi, a Radian Union. Now, would ye young Frey and Puyakosa who lie? Now, put ye young Frey. Hey! One day, I went to visit my father at Tema and I went into a church. It's a very big church now. Is it Grace? Grace something? Grace? Grace which one? No. Grace started just came. <laughs> Grace something. I remember. When I got there, the drama was bluffing. I got there. I was, I mean, I love God. I mean, I love God. Sunday, I, I, I was just, my ear was like, I want to hear, I, I want to hear a sound coming from somewhere. 
and I heard okay, and uh, I saw it to you. Saturday night, actually, I went to walk around the place. Come five, a punch clinic. I went to walk around the place, and I saw like a church doing rehearsal, choristers doing rehearsal. I went to stand there, and I, I was there. I was, I was telling myself, oh, well, I can play these drums. These people do that. And I went to bad. I didn't. When I got there on Sunday, the drama was laughing. The, the drama was there, and the people were begging me to me to go. I know I'm not. I'm in drama. Nekasa. Oh, Charlie, Pacho. Oh, me more, me more, me more, me more. Hey, the guy was. Oh, Charlie, I said, oh, Charlie. And when I got there, the lady, the 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 a lady is the pianist. And then me, me fetch. I said, you be an insecurities. Namadia white in the so busy. Wow, you will be that. Me, 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 I only had the Obanangwe. I only had the question and keyboard singing. Oh, Bolam, hey, that bamboy no do take. The guy said you won't play. Hey, so when I got there, they were singing praises. The team was becoming boring. When I, ah, I went to sit down, I was looking, I was looking, I was looking. Ah. What's happening? Then I remember that me mono, uh, your drums no one seven nine nine or more cano. So I went. Like one, two, three seats. And I want to tell an usher, ah, can I go and play the drums? Can I go and play the drums? Wunumbo. I'm saying, oh, meet me abo. Meet me abo. Oso abo bida. I'm saying, me, me boy, me church. Oso, now, okay, sorry, wherever. I'm saying, ICGC. Oso, oh, sir, do go. Okay, okay, go. No, oso, me, sir. Boy, boy, drama! Ask only me. Boy, boy, drama, boy, drama. Oh, sir. I'm saying, man, come on. They didn't tell the guy. Say, man, come on here. When I started playing, everybody forgot about it. They left the guy, and they all came inside. They left the guy. Played so, played. I, I thought the guy was even good. He wasn't. Played solid. Gave them. We enjoy, I enjoyed myself when I finished playing. No, we're there. I was there. The guy came. Coffee is out. We are about saying, you know. You see, this way people all be worrying me. I say every this way person has a husband or a wife. All be worrying me. So, one fear was a phenomenon. No more, no more, no more. Casa Casa winning rough rough. Sir, ah, me not be a me bomb. I'm a fidia. I can't say, mommy, you didn't share. Nah, I left. The Tuesday, I was there and my father came. Eh, and father, sorry, sorry, seven in my house. And father, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, they came to look for me. They came to visit me. The pastor came to look for me. So just imagine, now the pastor is getting interested in me. The same thing happens. The more you are serving, then you realize that the call, the set man, now begins to set his eye on you. Now when the set man begins to set his eye on you and then, listen to me, and then begins to find you relevant to him, God also finds you relevant. He said, when you are coming, come with John. He is relevant to me. And that was how John ended up working with Paul. Some of you, if I'm supposed, yesterday I was just thinking, I was thinking about somebody. And the person like, how oh, sometimes you become so sluggish. Like, sometimes I need you to work fast. And the way he's so sluggish. I asked myself, I said, so if I have my chance to select my team, a team like a team, will I call this guy? 
I'm, I'm a pastor. I'm leading people. And I'm a, I'm a human being. And whether we like it or not, as long as we are working for about people, we need to be so organized and we need a team to work with. We need, we need a certain administration. So we need effective people. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? You can be in the house of God and not be fruitful. It's possible. And like the, 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 the fruitfulness, he said, let's let it alone for another year and see. And let's dig around it to see if, if it will be fruitful. Three years time, God came around to see if he can find fruit. Year by year, God comes around to see if he can find fruit on you. Raymond, wake up. <laughs> Amen. The general. I needed, I needed, I, when I was a sound engineer of the church myself. I went to learn sound, learned everything, read many things on Facebook. At that time, we had a small uh, Mesa board. This one is even upgraded. No, maybe. Small, and we had to do, which was gifted to me by my father in the Lord. So, me person be produce a certain sound. Sometimes I'll be preaching, and I leave the puppet with the microphone and go and set sound. I realize, no, David, you can't continue like this. So, I called people. I called Mr. P. I called Raymond. I called, I want to train them. At that time, Raymond was part of the choir. Yeah, some before yeah, this church, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> you don't know the number of people that have sung in the choir. So for the choir to be surviving up to now, you could see that the choir is a tough choir. <laughs> you see, and his love to save, okay, had now brought him to a place now he's seeing that I'm for sound. There were a lot of people I trained. Where are the rest? Now, he can play keyboard. He can play bass guitar. He can play, he can do sound. Only God knows where he's taking him. Only God knows. When I started church at uh, this thing, I was the one that used to play my kunga myself. Why? Because when I was a little kid, I used to play for my mother's church. I'll stand on the bench and you are sleeping. I will be playing. And you see, I played when I got to scripture, you know, I played when I got to ISIS. Now I, I my mother's church went to buy a jazz. Look at one. I used to call it a jazz. I had to run from school to always go and play a jazz. One of the reasons why my father couldn't keep me at Catholic Church was because I had to go and play a jazz for my mother's church. Me and I wanted to leave the Catholic Church because that place, a jazz is not there. And I left. When I went to ICGC, I was fortunate to play a jazz. Played that. It, it be, I became relevant. I got closer to the choir. I learned how to sing. I was singing. I was, when I got to Achimota school, I was called a school drama. 
recently one they were trying to find out who is David Ejiji and who is David on the platform. I was quiet and watching them. Then somebody came. Oh, don't you know that fair guy used to wear glasses that used to drum? There's good drama. There's good drama. Ah, oh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, this one, this when I go to Holy Hill, you meet one of my brothers, Alex. He's the next to Reverend Bempa. We're all like that. Now, Alex was a manager of an investment company. They used to pay him well. That was a career. But now, He's on full time. He's the associate pastor of the Holy Hill Assemblies of God Church. Today is one of the big churches in Ghana. We used to play our jazz together, congas together. And when you go to campus, he was playing. We were serving God. We love God. When we come home, we pray. They, me, my house, we pray together. We go to Pastor Guy, we pray together. We visited. We went for evangelism. Methodist Park, we spent hours rehearsing. We didn't have uh, churches to go and rehearse there. We spent hours rehearsing. He uses his mouth to be playing the drums and then and then uh, will be playing the bass and then we'll be doing the singing. I used to do, I was a lead vocalist and a tenor singer. And we used to call ourselves anointed brethren. There was no music group in Odan. The place was so dry. And because we love God, you will say, Bibi Neyente, you said it to you. And that was how we were able to find many, uh, so all this experience they are doing, they are fathers in the thing. We've started this thing before the foundation of the, of the earth. <laughs> Amen. Your church. We have come to sing then they've sacked us before. I remember it. It is self found to see. Self found to see. Hey, Munyan Kolagrono. Munyan Kolagrono. Mufia, 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 Mufia. They sacked us. They sacked us. Jesus says that we know. And you know, Wakuima was very good at reggae. Those days we used to learn how to play good music from Lucky Dubé. Lucky Dubé's drama is solid. After that, when I listen to the guys, like, hey, Charlie, this guy is another guy altogether. So we'll be learning, we'll be learning. Hey. I don't just say, could you anymore? The moment he started, hey, hey. We're rough now. We were supposed to sing. You got to get another attitude. <laughs> Do you love the Lord? It is a fantasy, it's a fantasy. Satan lose. Raise your right hand to have it. Jesus says that we never. They took the microphone from us <laughs> and they sat us. Hey, we were so broken. The only church that could allow us to come and sing was one or two church. I will not mention their name. Okay, fine. I see, see Assemblies of God. These were the churches that they could. And then there was a church at uh, where the Dukes is, Oman Hotel. What was the name of that church? Strong Tower. They, they, they loved us. So we used to sing there. Hey. Because, because we have to. We have to use the drums, they are instruments to rehearse. The pastor will let us come and sing. And we have to go and sing for him. We don't want to answer them because he may be a rehearser. And through that, I'm a pastor. Unless he's a pastor. Kukuima is a pastor. Aaron is a pastor. I mean, all of us. 
Well, Fatty, I don't know what Fatty's doing right now, but she's out of the country. Uh, what's the name? I mean, all of them are big now. Pakumi was not a musician. Pakumi was not part of that. I don't know. We are all now. now we, know our, we know our unique callers. And any of us can start a church. Any of us. In fact, every one of us started a church or helped a church to start. Unless helped about three churches in Accra to start and he settled with member. I have started a church. Sagashos has started a church. Uh, Pakumi has started a church. Aaron is in charge of the Methodist church in Aswansi. Uh, uh, is it Presby Church in Aswansi? Uh, who again did I mention? Chris has started Action Chapel. I mean, everybody is, is a starter because we, 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 we started something out of nothing. And the Lord saw us that we can start some things. I think this message is very practical. Yes. So be diligent in your general word. I said do what? Let me quote the scripture. Some of you, you, you will think that, you see, it is wrong to think that the church is for Pastor David. Frida, are you getting it? It's not for me. I'm just a, a, a chief shepherd. I, I, I don't know whether you're getting me. I'm just a chief shepherd. I am as, I'm a servant as you. I'm a servant as you. That's what you, have, you must know. I serve, just that I serve in a different capacity. And you also serve in a different capacity. I'm a servant as you. Now, the moment you begin to think that the church is for me, you can't do much. It's for the Lord. And we are all being recruited to serve. As simple as that. Ask yourself this question. If Jesus should be sitting there, how would you do what you are doing? How would you do it? Pastor Hattie, if Jesus was sitting there, or Jesus came for rehearsal and said, who will lead praise and worship? How would you, would you, with your hand be down. So it's just simple revelation because we don't have revelation of who we are doing for. Am I saying something very important here? As we commit, I mean, as we move from this mountain, I pray for you that your understanding will shift in the right direction in the name of Jesus Christ so that you become relevant. Hallelujah. Almost every one of us has become, has a certain impact we are doing in the nation. But every one of us, every one of us, almost every one of us. Yes. We used to go for, we used to do hours of prayer. We used to call it marathon prayer. We used to listen to messages. We paid price listening to messages. We used to buy messages, books. At a point, I remember we were hungry for steady Bible. I used to write to a lot of white people to say, I didn't have money. Send me steady Bible. They sent me a lot of Bibles, but they were not steady Bible. I was hungry. The day I got hold of a steady Bible in my hand, I chew concordance like I'm chewing, uh, what's the name? Gas. I'm chewing science gas. I chew concordance. I can take the blood of Jesus and I chew scriptures all on the blood of Jesus. That time, computer, how can I? 
And that was how God helped us to know certain scriptures. So you are preaching and certain scriptures can be quoted, 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 quoted. It's because we're diligent. Hallelujah. He said, seek me diligently for he that seek me diligently shall find me. For the diligent hand will rule. Hallelujah. Luke 16, verse 11 to 12. Are you tired? Oh, it's not true. You are tired. Don't try to impress me. I'm as human as you. With like passions. I'm tired. Okay, when you come on top. Me put me here ice kinky. It's like I need ice kinky to drink. Tom Bees ice kinky. They, they are not business people. They are too anointed to do business. They are craving for anointing instead of money. Like me, by this time. Ah, my supply will be uh, like a chenwa. Where you have better hands? Sister, we pa. Compared to Kumbi, we have a If therefore, let's let's go a little. Let's go to nine. Let me see something. And I say unto you, make to yourself. Friends of mammon of unrighteousness, that when ye fail, they may receive you into everlasting habitation. Verse 10. He that is faithful, listen to this. This scripture is very important. He that is faithful in that which is least. Eh? The word least means that that which you consider not valuable, not spiritual. Oh, say on your pastor. If you are faithful as a chorister, it's, it's least. If you are faithful cleaning the chest, if you are faithful sweeping, if you are faithful in the astral work, if you are faithful, he that is least faithful in that which is what? Least. Also, is faithful also in much. That means that as God considers me, the senior pastor, okay, in any class of faithfulness or the peak of faithfulness, as long as you are also faithful in the sweeping, the reward I'm getting is the same thing you get. Can you imagine? That's what he's saying. As simple as that. He never said he shall be faithful in much. As long as you are faithfully operating the machine that I can faithfully preach for somebody to truly get born again. When the reward comes, whatever he's bringing to me is the same he will give you. You see, you see, you see how ministry is. This is why it is required that everybody plays his role faithfully and well. No, how, what, what happens to your heart? I cannot imagine myself that I'm a praise and worship leader and a service time and it's praise and worship time and I'm not there. Like how? How, how would the service go? Like how? Maybe that day God has planned to move on the wings of the music and then you are not there. And you didn't prepare. And you forget your songs like they normally do. They can sing and then they begin to create their own thing. And they are, you better go and learn well, you guys. What happens? You must be, you, 
don't don't underrate don't underrate the ushering it may be least but be faithful you might not get the opportunity to preach like i'm preaching but you may get the opportunity to have the reward i'll have because you are you are the reason why i didn't stress when i came there was no one day i went to preach somewhere hey I decided to put the microphone down so that I used my because I realized my voice was better than her. <laughs> Faithful. And he that is unjust, wicked, unjust means you are wicked. Unjust means you are unfaithful. You are living like you are not called. We are wicked. If you live like you are not called, we are wicked. That's what he's saying. He that is unjust in the least is unjust also. He is. Not he shall be. He is unjust also. So the moment you are not faithful in the ushering, you are not faithful with the intercession department, you are not faithful with the home cell. We say we are going to home cell. We say, I'm not, I'm not the one leading. So we're going to Where than Where than Where you call by the weather? You better go and write your name with your cell leader. And be faithful there when you go to home cell. Contribute. There is nothing to do. Collect offerings there. You are the reason why the cell leader's work is working. And when the reward comes for the cell leader, you'll be very surprised that you will also have the same reward. You'll be very surprised. I don't know whether Reverend, Reverend ever knew he was going to ever be a pastor. Never. He used to wash my car, iron my dress. He used to sweep my room, polish my shoes. That's where he started from. It's not like pastor, the Ubedi pastor, there was a cocoa polish pastor shoe. That was my son. He was my son. He, no, he was my, he's my son. And he, he is a spiritual son and a biological son. So I committed, so he was serving a father. And as he was doing, he was becoming. He can catch me at night and you'll be sitting on the floor in front of me asking me questions. Daddy, what about this? What about this? And I'll be teaching. 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 One day we're traveling and he asked me, Daddy, will I also be a pastor? I said, you'll be a fetish priest. <laughs> you'll be a fetish How can you be saying, how can you be working at a carpentry shop and you want to go and face somebody's car? <laughs> what do you want to become? Do you know how I was able to answer him quickly? I asked God the same question. And God asked me, do we train pastors at the carpentry shop? <laughs> That's the question God asked me. Sometimes he can give you a cheeky, a cheeky answer. Yeah. Then he asked me, he said, look at the hours of quality prayer times, Bible study, and all these things. He said, what else are you going to be relevant? I remember I was working on the Castellan Road. And he showed me a carpentry shop. And that was what he, I know they trained me. I said, do we train <laughs> so when he asked me it was very easy it was very easy I said you'll be a fetish priest <laughs> be a fetish priest why are you asking that question when they said he, he doesn't want to become a pastor I said you'll be there it is time you see when when the time is up everything about you eh, everything about you will be ready everything about you will be ready you'll be very very surprised you'll be willing this is the day of his power the people will be, you'll be willing you now you'll be there 
We ask you who want to be a pastor. You raise your hand. Earlier, you never. You, the person who doesn't even want to marry a pastor, like Jane, uh, Jennifer. By the time you realize he has raised his hand that he wants to be a pastor. She doesn't want to marry, but she wants to be. Yes. Hallelujah. If therefore ye have not been faithful in unrighteous, am I right? He that is faithful, yes, okay, the verse number 11. Let's go on. 11. <laughs> Watch this, oh. If therefore ye have not been faithful in unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust true riches? You have not been faithful with unrighteous mammon. If your talent, you see, that's, that's one thing, oh. You know how to play drums. You know how to play drums. It's a talent. And then you came to church and you are bluffing us. You don't want to play the drum. You want to do, do this. You don't want to do. Hey, did you know you will go to you win award one day? Kai. It's amazing. When I told you you are going to school, did you believe it? You didn't believe it. I said you go. You are going, you. I said, go and bring your results. He brought it. I said, you are going. I know it mean in the house. Pipa, 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 pipa. We push. Go and buy this. Go and do this. Blah, blah, blah. Pam. We got admission. Okay, go. Now, the school he went is what he went to represent and now won the award. He said he was sitting in the church and saw the people doing rap rap. He said, hey, this is a meet I can do. I was in the office one day, he came. I said, have you rap before? He said, no. I said, he said, he thinks he can do it. He wants to say, well, go ahead. All the people he came to meet has left. Now he's still here. Be faithful. Only God knows where he's taking this. Only God knows where he's taking this. And one day, he might not be here. Eh? Because we are working hard to get our own retreat grounds. Yes, starting at churches that we don't give it attention, but this time I think I'm getting more serious about it. We may give that testimony. That we said we will use that as a testimony. You to come and hold the microphone and you tell us what happened. Only God knows where he's going. It's now it now looks like a talent. Okay? And it may not look righteous, it may not look spiritual. It may not look spiritual, but as he's so faithful. So faithful. He said, who will commit to you your own if you are not faithful to the unrighteous mama? We have to beg you. Chuke, come and play for us. Oh, no. Today, Munich basically is a member. Hey, Chuke. And I'm indeed going to be a member. Hey, Chuke. <laughs> Yesterday, he told me that Otimidi go be you are anointed for Gobe. All my children call him Gobe. <laughs> but the Gobe did bread. Can you imagine? You have to be faithful. I have told you that at best you are giving. So what's your talent? That may look like the unrighteous mammon. As you are faithful. You realize that God is now committing to you your own. Verse number 12. He said, And if ye have not been faithful in that which is another man's, Pastor David's ministry, KMC, I'm starting here. I'm not a founder. If you have not been faithful, Jesus is the one speaking to you. If you have not been faithful in another man, he said, That which is another man's, who shall give that which is your own? Oh, no, no, made it. Like, you are not, you are not. Come to be, you are not part of anything. You are not a cell leader. You are not a, nothing. And then you are expected that one day, one day when I start my church, one day, you will be there. It will never come. It will never come. I said me, I served. Oh, I served. 
I have never met Otabel face to face. I've never, never since I, I've been in Otabel church. Never. The only time I think I saw Otabel physically was '99, and then was it 2000? And was it last year we were at Koforia? We were in Koforia. Meanwhile, I've been in ICGC from '90s till now. Can you imagine? Never, but I served. I've opened branches for him. He never, he doesn't know me. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe. You can share with your friends. Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.